Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Oh, D'Anthony, what a week. Boy. It's been a rough week for you, buddy. Man, I, it's been a, been a rough week in more ways than one. Not only is my beloved Urban Meyer retiring today, which, look, let's face it, we, we've called this most of the season. Yeah. Um, not, not too big of a shock, really. When I woke up this morning bright and early, bushy-tailed, wide-eyed, um, I had about 1,000 text messages on my phone, and, and I knew, I knew what, what had happened. And I had heard it would be somewhere around this, this time. I also heard that uh, he wanted to stay one more year, but yeah. essentially kind of got, not pushed out, but there was too many, there was too many offers coming in from Ryan Day uh, to, to kind of shove away anymore. Um, and it was, it was kind of a, a shit or get off the pot scenario. For those of you who don't know, the, the guy who replaced Urban Meyer is not just some no-name dickless fuck who they're just pulling out of a hat. He was no, he's originally... He's got a big old dick. <clears throat> yeah, he's got a hammer on him. Um, he's, look, he's considered by most people to be the next offensive genius in the game. I have to concur. Uh, look, he's the one that's been calling all the plays all year, including that, that 62 against Michigan. He was also 3-0 and to start the year when Urban was suspended. Last season... He was hired as the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. He turned down that job only because Ohio State matched the offer and said, look, give us one more year. Let us figure out what's going to happen with Urban. And then if you want to leave after that, great. If not, maybe we can back up the truck and you can be our next coach. I had heard Urban wanted one more season. However, Boston College, this was an inside tip that I heard, offered five years four million dollars a year and they were prepared to back up that truck as soon as this week therefore the decision had to get moved up and you know i i wrote this on the drinking bros sports page this morning but which by the way everybody should join the drinking bros sports facebook page you can see all the shit talking that goes on in there and i i wrote it on there this morning ironically after the two o'clock press conference happened today ohio state signed ryan day to a five-year Four and a half million dollar deal. So they upped the ante by about a half a million dollars. And I think Urban went ultimately a, a year sooner than he would have liked. But what are you going to do? Uh, it would have it would have fucked the program had he had stayed one more year and lost that coach. Because yeah. I don't know who comes in and continues on a program without skipping a beat if it's not for Ryan Day. Uh, most of those guys that are out there, like a you know, like a Les Miles or somebody like that. Look, Les Miles signed. He's he went on to somebody else. I'd have never liked Mac Brown, so I didn't really give a shit about that. And I think Mac Brown knew he wasn't getting another huge job again, which is why he signed at UNC this week. Um, yeah. so I look, I think this was the right call. You think this was the right call, Dan? Uh, yeah, of course it was. I mean, I I still think that um, there's something wrong with the guy. <clears throat> I do too. Um, he didn't look, you know, we've had the privilege of, of being on the field for a lot of these games. Yeah. He didn't look well, um, in particular at that Penn state game. And I'm not talking about like, you know, just during the game, we saw him before the game too. And it was just like, Hey man, like that was a fucking crazy game anyways. And and super tense, but before the game, he still didn't look right. 
No, and lethargic. Yeah, lethargic and, and slow and uh, almost dazed a little bit. Um, you know, ultimately we found out that he was he had a cyst on his brain and, and all that other shit, and he had, had surgery. But uh, look, what he did for the Ohio State, you can't ask much more than that. I'm going to read off some stats here for you. 83 and 9 in seven years as the head coach. That's, I mean, what are you, yeah. 1.2 losses a year? The yeah, first two bad. years, he went undefeated the, the first two years. He was 25-0 and 0 the first two years. We were on a, a bullshit suspension uh, for Ohio State for uh, the Terrell Pryor thing, you know, trading game pants for tattoos. So we didn't get to yeah. go to a national championship. We were the only team that finished undefeated that year because we were on probation. Next year, he goes undefeated, wins the national championship, beats uh, Nick Saban, beats Oregon with a third-string quarterback. Phenomenal. Uh, goes 7-0 and against Michigan. You can't ask for anything more than that. Four Big Ten championships, uh, bowl games, the whole nine. Um, never lost I, to Michigan. Never lost to Michigan once. Seven years, man. That's amazing. I, again, that's, that's a dream coach for, for Ohio State. You can't ask for more than that. In his career, because he said, look, I'm done with coaching today, which I'm not sure that I believe. Uh, I watched the press conference today. And he's one of those guys, man, that I just don't think can fully walk away. You probably give that guy, what, three years, four years, and he comes back? Maybe yeah, last. Yeah, man, he's, he's <clears throat> not. There's no – he's going to go get his fucking head fixed probably uh, and take a little time off. But, no, he's 54. There's no fucking way he's done. I don't think he's done either. And, uh, you know, I, it's been pitched of, like, USC and programs like that. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, look, I don't think he goes back to the Big Ten. I don't think he goes to the SEC. The Big 12, to me, is a, is a fucking sham. They don't play any defense in that goddamn thing. That's no. not what Urban's about. Um, I, I don't know what kind of coach goes there, to be honest with you, who doesn't play defense, doesn't want to play a full game of football. Uh, any any big-name coach, I don't know why you would want to go there to, to be in a, you know, those 60 to 68 games. It doesn't really make any sense to me. A USC would make sense or a Notre Dame later on down the road, I guess. I could, I could really see a USC, a revival led by him at UFC for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, look, you, you got to figure where's the talent at. Um, yeah. If he was going to... It's go, not just where the talent's at, but it's where can you actually get a draw to get yeah. talent there because he's gonna it'll take him two two or so years to build build his team there but yeah exactly what you're saying you you he has to go to one of those big market teams that yes. have won national championships before that he can revive and turn into a great team that would that's what would bring him back correct he's not gonna go to some fucking big twelve or some bullshit you know like <laughs> it's I, just not I, gonna happen dude I would say this his if he was gonna go big twelve it would be only for a personal vendetta against Tom Herman. And push him out of the job at Texas. Texas is one of those schools that's universal that, you know, you play a little defense at Texas. Congratulations. You're going to win that conference for the next 50 years. Yeah. So I, I would say, look, off the top of my head, you maybe throw it down to USC, Notre Dame, and Texas. I don't know any other bigger programs than that that you would want to end up at. And, and with Saban's, you know, still fucking around with Alabama. I don't see him going back to the SEC anytime soon. And I don't nah. see Saban going anywhere anytime soon. So I, I would pare it down to those three schools, but, but that's about it. I don't see him going to go in, to one of these podunk schools and, you know, 
trying to to turn a, a Boise State into something or you know no 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 any any no. shit like that. But no, you I know, can definitely see USC or Notre Dame though. Those are good. Those are good picks. Yeah, and and possibly a Texas. That's that's maybe that's about it. As far as like, hey, we're the biggest schools in the country, and uh, Texas is second uh, in students behind Ohio State. So uh, yeah. maybe. Uh, maybe, but looking at his overall career in, in 17 years, uh, this, this is the craziest stat I read all day in 17 years. He's got the best record of any head coach in the history of college football. I mean, that's, that's fucking pure insanity. Yeah. It's surprising. 17 years. He, he was, he was the, the fucking best. He won three national championships and, uh, he had a better record than Paterno and all those guys. And this is including it at Florida and, and Utah, obviously, but that's, that's insane, man. So look, I, I'm sad because I loved him and he was, he was a great coach for Ohio state, but, uh, you know, it's his time. It's time to move on. And, and Ryan day is fantastic, man. I, they can't get any better than that in my opinion. So fuck, uh, I'm, I'm going to drink, but drink in happiness. Thanks, Urban, yeah. for for all of these years and all those Michigan fans. Um, I'm I'm sure you know there. Nobody said it on the message boards yet, but I am sure they are super thankful this motherfucker is retiring. Seven and zero is just it's just crazy. Yeah, but I don't see any. Uh, I mean, days legit. I don't, I don't see this. To be honest, it, and you know, recruiting plays a big part of this and health and all that other bullshit. But uh, you know. How is it going to look for Michigan next year? I don't know yet. Yeah, I, I don't either. And here's the thing. I'm still not convinced that Harbaugh stays. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, he's, he hasn't had a terrible run as coach. Like, his, his overall record is pretty goddamn good, but he's lost seven straight times to Ohio State. That's bad. Yeah, like yeah. In, and, and Texas, like, if you're a Texas Longhorns coach and you go, you know, if you only lose one game a year but every year, yeah, you know, it's you you can't you can't you just can't lose those rivalry games every single goddamn year. You can't do it. No, no, you can't. And and part of me wonders because there's going to be a lot of head coaching jobs available in the NFL. I, I look, I said before the season started, I thought Harbaugh was out of here this year. I, I mean, I've basically called this entire year essentially. I think Har- Harbaugh was was out of there after losing the the Ohio State game again is what I said what 2 or 3 months ago. And I said he was going to go coach the Indianapolis Colts. What I didn't expect was for the Colts to actually be contending for a playoff spot and have this turnaround season. So that coach might have kept his job for one more year, but there's going to be a lot more openings in the NFL, and I I have a a strong suspicion that they're going to go after Harbaugh because of his NFL experience and that you know he might jump to one of these these programs. Maybe, uh, look, maybe a fucking Cleveland... You know, <laughs> maybe, I mean, shit, Cleveland, the Browns don't, uh, like if I was a coach right now and I'm trying to get back into the league or trying to pick up uh, a scrappy team that might have some, some future behind them with a little, with a little coaching adjustment and maybe a couple of free agent pickups, Cleveland's not the worst place to go. Um, it's not. Yeah. I look. I, it, I'm still not sold on on uh, Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Even more yeah. so after I lost that that game to you last week, the Fight Club game of the week, which we're now even on. By the way, again, we've but been Baker Mayfield looked like Johnny season. Manziel, uh, and and again, I don't know if it's because he was just awful for the day, or 
if, you know, it's like we've talked about, more and more game tape is coming in and they're figuring him out. But God damn it, he looked awful. What did he throw, three picks in the first half? Yeah, it didn't look great. Um, I think one of them was a tip, but still, you know, uh, he's, he's, I, I really think the short quarterbacks, it's very rare you find one that can really succeed in the league. What, I mean, he's, he's probably 5'10", right? Like, I think he's listed yeah, as 5'10". Yeah, he looks, he looks smaller in person, but, uh, yeah. you know, and, and again, he crow hops at the long ball, shit like that. I, I Look, I've never been sold on him. I'm, I'm still not sold on him, but I am sold on the Browns and the fact that they have a lot of talent on that team, both offensively and defensively, and they've got a lot of money uh, coming up after the season's over to yep. go after big-name free agents. Le'Veon Bell is still sitting out there. And he's going somewhere. Uh, Jarvis Landry is fantastic. They can't get him the ball for some fucking reason. Um, and, the, and look, there's a lot of great players on the defense for the Browns. And they could be set up for something special. They need a coach and, the, and they need to figure the fuck out here soon. But uh, yeah, you know, if I'm, if I'm a hardball, that's a job I consider if it's offered to me. Yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, I guess it depends on how the the season ends and and where draft picks fall to. Um, like if Cleveland continues being one of those mid level teams and they get like a mid round first round draft pick, I don't know what are they really going to be able to do with that. But if they get uh, you know a lottery pick and somebody like Bosa's uh, up for grabs, that that changes the whole story. That's like uh, the Bears adding Khalil Mack to their lineup and it just changed their entire defense overnight. Bosa's that kind of player. Yeah, I, but Bose is great, but he's going one. So let's face it, he's, you know. I, 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 I think you're right, but we'll see what he does at the combine or if he even goes to the combine because, uh, you know, people are, those, those abdominal and, and groin injuries can be nagging. Um, I think he's, do you think he's better than his brother? He's on track to be. So at, at Ohio State, I would say, Yes, he was on track to be better than his brother, but then he got injured. Yeah. You know, your work ethic when it transfers over to the NFL has a big deal to do with what type of player you're going to ultimately be. But he was, he was certainly on pace for it, man. And I know he's number one on Mel Kuyper's big board right now. Yeah. So, I, yes, I, w- I would draft him at one just based on the pedigree and, and how great he was going to be at Ohio State. And even if you roll the, the game tape from those first three games – I mean, he was just snacking on people, you know. Yeah, he's not. He's not just uh, uh, an, a defensive bully, like faster and stronger than everybody. But he's he's got his positioning is very good. His path to the quarterback is also very good. Um, like I could see him playing D line or even maybe inside linebacker because uh, he's he's a, he's so agile. Um, it, it's he's probably going to go one. I'm just kind of curious to see what his. Uh, his combine is going to look like and how he, how he reco- recovers from all this. But more importantly, back to the point, the Browns, um, how much do you think that weighs on a coach's decision that's coming into a new team where their draft pick is? Especially, like you remember back in the day, Parcel was always such a uh, a huge proponent of this, and so was Andy Reid, being able to pick his own players and, and make sure, not necessarily that he is the GM, but that he at least has say in who the players are and there's not some kind of battle between him and the front office. It's tough, man. Look, the Browns are one of those teams that, you know, I don't think they'll ever give the coach control or, you know, 
let him have enough input on the draft. Part of me thinks that they'll just always be shitty, too. Yeah, you know? that's, I think that's a mistake, though. I mean, well, what did Parcells used to say? Uh, if I'm going to cook, I want to be able to buy my own ingredients. Exactly. Something, something like that. Like, and Harbaugh, he's a, he's a pretty strong-headed guy. I don't think he's going to go into a situation. Uh, the Browns aren't as bad as the Raiders used to be under, uh, you know, the fucking retarded people out there. But they are, like you said, they do have, for some reason, want to keep control of that front office. And they've made some mystery draft picks over the years. Yeah, like Baker Mayfield. That came out of nowhere at, at one yeah. where you were just like, what? I've yeah. never you, you never heard his name once for for three months, and then all of a sudden Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't understand. Look, I know the I know their fucking fans are delusional, and we've talked about that all the time. Like, well, God maybe damn they it. count maybe they count on that. Like, no matter how bad a product we put out here, people are still going to show up. So why why the I, fuck not get crazy? That and that's that's the crazy part about the Cleveland Browns is their fan base is so rabid. They believe every year. Um, to a delusional level where you're just like, man, every time the Browns win a game on Drinking Bros Sports on our Facebook page, they go bug fucking. It's like, what about Baker yeah. Mayfield now? He's a fucking champion. It's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa. He's played easy, four to five games. Today was no, no exception. There's a guy named Danny By on there. This fucking dipshit. Is he the new Craig Dulesky? No, I like. I actually like Craig Dulesky. I don't oh, like yeah, this Danny By guy. Craig, um, Craig is great. Yeah, this but... guy's a piece of shit. So he was one of those guys <laughs> who, you know, as, so- as soon as Urban Meyer retired, came out of the fucking woodwork and was like, "Good, that piece of shit liar can go fuck himself." You know that that whole song and dance, yeah. where it was just like, "All right, cool." You look at his profile picture; he's wearing a Browns jersey, so he already hates his life. It, you know, it's one of those people who who stabs himself like as he jacks off. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, man, I've got to feel pain to get rid of this other pain. And then I was like, well, who who do you like? And he's like, well, uh, Nebraska's fucking awesome. I was like, oh, there we go. There's where the, the wheels fell off the wagon. Not only are you a Browns fan, but you're a Nebraska Cornhuskers fan. And so he went back and forth with me today because we chat with people, by the way, in this in this sports page all the time. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I have a feeling you'll be on the podcast tonight, Danny. You piece of shit. And he goes, well, if you do, you talk about the greatest team ever, Nebraska. And I was like, you know what? They released those rankings last year, uh, the AP of the of the greatest you know football teams of all time. I think Nebraska was like number seven or eight of all time. Because, look, they did have some great teams in the 80s and 90s, but yeah. that was a long fucking time ago. I, I'd also quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Might as well bring up Bear Bryant while we're fucking at it, Danny, you dumb piece of shit. And he goes, uh, "Will you make sure to talk about that '95 Nebraska team?" What? '95? Who gives a shit? Who who gives a Baker's fuck what happened? The in only 95 thing that happened in 1995 that matters. Well, I was gonna say OJ, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the OJ Simpson things about the only thing that mattered. One, two. I don't. I don't even remember what I did yesterday. Neither, yeah. neither does, does college football pro, whatever. You don't want a fucking title in the last 10 years. Nobody gives a, a, a shit about your team. Nebraska in 95. I think Larry the Cable Guy was in school at Nebraska in 95 during that, that whole period of time, uh, let alone who was on that, that piece of shit team. And if you're Scott still Frost. holding on to a national title from 1995, you can get fucked, my man. But, of course, he's wearing a, a, a Browns jersey in his profile pic, and you're like, oh, man. You imagine if you were a Nebraska fan and a Browns fan at the same time. Yeah, I don't know how you're still alive at this point. Yeah, I, he, he may he may 
<laughs> he may kill himself. <laughs> I mean, this is some Brooks shit from Shawshank Redemption. Where you're, you're just typing in Danny By was here, carving it in in the ceiling before saying goodbye. I don't yep. understand shit like this. But but again, this is the perfect example of a Browns fan where you're just like, man, the belief they have in their teams. Not only I look the Browns, but Nebraska like is is pure insanity to me. Um, and I look at Nebraska the same way as I look at a Browns team. If you're a player and or a coach there, that's not your destination that you want to go. Let's say you're a kid in college and you want to go to Nebraska. I, I don't think they can compete for a national title again. I know they got Scott Frost and they paid $5 million for that guy a year. But what's the lore of going out to the middle of Nebraska anymore if you're a kid? Like, you know, as opposed to going to, you know, an SEC school or, or fucking Ohio State. Ohio State's the biggest goddamn school in the nation. Like, I'd yep. go there or Texas or fucking Arizona State, for Christ's sake. Um, or Arizona. Let me line up with Her- Herm Edwards before I get involved in this stupid shit. I don't see Nebraska ever having a, a, a title year again. And I don't know that I ever see Cleveland having a championship year in my lifetime. Uh, the Browns or? Yeah, anybody? the Browns. I think the Indians are the only team in that city that are anywhere close. Same. Competitive. Look, the Cavs are done for many, many years. LeBron sank them and fucked them and said goodbye. And magically, they thanked him when he went back for, oh, thanks, LeBron, for leaving us again, giving the best years of your life to Miami, and then leaving us again with no draft picks for the second time or nothing, nothing that we could possibly build a franchise around. We were just talking about LeBron today. Like someone said that – Michael Jordan was the be- is the best basketball player of all time. Um, I, 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 I say yes. I, I would put Kobe at two. Maybe. I don't know. LeBron's never actually been. Like the only truly remarkable team that he's ever been on was that 2011 team when Bosch and, and Wade were both playing well. Like I don't think any. But those guys were in their prime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, um, and, and you created that team together on your own, all that other shit. Like, you know, I know Kobe had Shaq, but yeah. that, that team was, uh, look, Kobe was fucking drafted by the Lakers. You yeah. know, that was, a, that was the worst trade of all time by with the, the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of idiots. Um, to, to get him, and it was just like, you know, I, and I look at Golden State the same way. Look, they got Durant, but the rest of that team was drafted there. Yeah. So, yep. you know. I mean, think I, about uh, even, even the Bulls, though. Uh, they drafted uh, all their all their um, specialty players over the years. Yeah, Steve Steve Kerr, for example, he's a draft pick. Jordan Pippen, um, like the biggest free agent they brought in. It's probably Rodman. Uh, was Rodman? Yeah, and then Oakley. Uh, was it? O- well, Oakley. That was in the eighties, though, early nineties. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Ron uh, Harper was a free agent, I guess, and he was he kind of played point on those last couple of championships, but really that was a homemade team too. LeBron, he just never that I, I think it that's an argument against him and for him for best player just because he's never been surrounded by talent for a long period of time that's the same talent like some of these other guys have been. Um but I also think that speaks to his play style. People don't necessarily want to play with that guy. Yeah, I, I I don't either, man. I look, I I look at LeBron and I think he's done. I, the the minutes he's playing right now, and look, the Lakers are are doing relatively decent. They're mm-hmm. they're still not going to compete for a title, but he's running himself into the ground the same way Kobe did, trying to trying to get them to the playoffs when Dwight Howard was there. Um, and, and I don't I don't know how much longer his body can put up with those type of minutes. Uh, just yeah, I don't know LeBron why he's doing it. 
I don't know why he's doing it this year. Like, why kill yourself this year? Because you have no chance. Yeah. He's, I, he's playing 35 minutes a game right now. Like, why? Why? You're not going to compete this year. When you get that max player free agent next year, you'll probably be pretty goddamn good. Why not save a little bit in that tank, man? I mean, I guess maybe he just doesn't know how to slow down. I don't know. Because Kobe was the same way. He, Kobe didn't look at the situation. Like, not that he wasn't a smart player or anything, but he didn't, like... He didn't take plays off or games off. He just was a fucking psychopath all the time. Yeah. Like Black Mamba bullshit. Maybe LeBron just doesn't know how to take a game off. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. It's going to cost him. It's definitely going to cost him. Oh, but yeah, for sure. But, yeah, man, shit, we get a, we've got a massive show tonight. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of shit going on right fuck, now. Fuck, man. This is, this, is a, this is a great time in sports. It's a great time to, to have a sports talk show. Uh, during this this time, because I mean, look, we got college football playoffs, Heisman yep. this weekend. We will be doing a live show first and foremost from the the Army Navy game, uh, Lincoln Field Financial with Stateside Vodka. Did you talk to Freddie Mitchell, by the way? I uh, have not heard back from him yet. But All right, because if we can get again. Fred X on a Friday, I'd lo- I'd love to have him at Stateside Vodka and do a little do a little shindig and get ha- get loose with you, Dan. There's nothing yeah. like having double vodkas with Danthony Danthony. On the weekend, it's one of my favorite things in this life. Um, so are these, so are these sponsors. The first sponsor is MyBookie.com. Whew! MyBookie.com has been doubling deposits for drinking bros all year, from a hundred dollars all the way to three thousand. You put in three thousand, congratulations! You're betting with six. Same with a hundred. Put in a hundred, you're betting with two hundred. It's been fucking on all year rounds, except for this last weekend. I, I want to look. I, I will be the first one to yank my own dick and applaud myself when I crush it. And I, I've crushed it this fucking year. What, 79.2% or something crazy? It was bound to happen that I would fall back down to earth. I had the worst fucking weekend in, in sports that I've had the entire season. I mean, by far. By far. Yeah, I should have known better with that, when that Saints game started on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. I went through that shit coming. You Look, and we, I went in, all in on that Saints game at minus yeah. eight. Saints yeah, I Cowboys. going to blow them out. Yeah, it was a, it, not only that, and the over we took too. It was thirteen to ten. Yeah, you know what? Uh, though we're uh, Tank Lawrence, friend of the show, um, H Factor connoisseur. Uh, yep. They, he's got that defense humming over there. They're playing. They're playing some football right now. They're, look, they're playing well, and that's the only reason these guys are even in games. But even watching that Saints game, I thought to myself, "Man, at any second, Drew Brees is going to f- turn the fuck up and show out." Yeah, I, th- I thought I th- he would. I thought. I thought for sure they were coming back to win that game, and I thought they were going to cover too. And, yeah. and that was delusional on my part. Uh, look. I, f- I was fine on the Washington game the next night. I called that. I half point Holloway that, and that was fine. But then the college football championship uh, game started, and that's where I really started to shit the bed. UCF, by the way, was down by what seventeen? Because yeah. I said that they would lose outright. I didn't even give a shit about the points that that uh, Memphis was getting. They were down by seventeen and a half, and came back and fucking steamrolled and, and won by sixteen points. Yeah, can't which, believe it. Look, we'll we'll get to that. You know the the, the college football playoffs in a second. But I was wrong on that, and then uh, then the, the that Alabama score. I was yeah, surprised that was, by that. Uh, they didn't show up to play. It looked like I didn't think Georgia is that great. I just Alabama just didn't look. 
They look disinterested no, for some reason. I think I think Jake Fromm is an exceptional quarterback. He's probably going to be an NFL quarterback. I don't know about Georgia as a whole, um, but yeah, they. Uh, I, I, it seems like Alabama came out flat. Yeah, they, they, they look flat, and then Tua got hurt again. That yep. kid's health is, is going to determine what happens in the college football playoffs. Uh, look, Ohio State steamrolled and covered uh, well, but uh, uh, and so did Clemson. That was fine. But my NFL picks for Sunday were dog shit, man, across yeah. the board. Jacksonville, what was it, 6 nothing over Indianapolis? I don't know. 6-0, to zero, Dan. Yeah, it's not a real game. Two fucking field goals. Um, Vikings. I, well, Vikings wasn't all my fault. Stefan Diggs is, is nursing an injury that I didn't know was as bad as it is. He's got he's got some rib problems. Uh, and then that Pittsburgh game, man. Yep. And even Boise State lost in overtime on Saturday night. That was the last game of the night. Even Boise State lost. I mean, I, look, I was a shit show this weekend, and I apologize. We're going to get back on track, though, this week for, for mybookie.com. Join us. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. Double your deposits. We're getting it all back this weekend, including the Heisman Trophy, because you can bet on the Heisman Trophy over there. So go to mybookie.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. 20% off. Next up. We got, we got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Man, I love a fucking good ass ghost bed. There's, I, I watched all the games in my fucking ghost bed this weekend. Yep. Never, never happier about life, especially with that new adjustable base now that just goes up and down. Man, you feel like a piece of shit, though, just lying around all day. Well, you know, I, it's if You're going to do it's, it, though. Do it in a fucking ghost bed. Yeah, this weekend I was actually washing my sheets and I just laid down in the ghost bed with no sheets on and took a nap. It was fucking great. It's crazy, right? Even those yeah. pillows you don't even need sheets for. Nope. And like only disgusting motherfuckers do that shit, but that's how comfortable it is where you're just like, ah, fuck it. Um, yeah. They're offering deals exclusive to Drinking Bros. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. The bundle packages for the Christmas are amazing. $500 off a bundle package. Uh, $300 off a mattress. Free pillows. They've got some dills, 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 dills. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They have a pay-as-you-go plan. No interest for 36 months down. I still would not do that. But no. they are, and it's amazing. Take advantage of it if you and your, your wife and the missus are looking to get uh, a big-ticket item for Christmas. That's the one to do it. Pay as you fucking go. Uh, and then, dude, we've got this freaker USA, man. Do you see those photos, those photos that, that chicks are posting? Uh, yeah, they're fucking wild. I love Freaker, by the way. It's a great company. My Dude, they're, they're one of my favorite, man, at FreakerUSA.com. That's F-R-E-A-K-E-R-USA.com. You saw them on Shark Tank. Um, they blew the fuck up after that. They have the exclusive licensing for all the NFL teams and players, as well as all colleges. They do yeah. bottle sleeves. They do bu- uh, fucking sleeves for beer. Whiskey, everything, you name it. It's a one-size-fits-all sleeve, and you can get rid of that, that moist hand. You know what the moist hand is? When you and your buddies are out drinking, then you go and give a shake to somebody who just comes up, and it's like, oh, man, why is your fucking hand all wet, you, you sick son of a bitch? Did you piss yourself? And it's like, no, nah, man, I was just drinking this, this beer, and you're like, all right, cool. Sleeve up, dude. Throw a fucking sleeve on there, a bottle sleeve. Um, they're made out of, uh, out of wool. They've got our faces on them. They got a Gene Vandenham, a Matt Best one. They got uh, Drinking Bros podcast, Instructor Earl. 
They're yeah, exclusive they get all kinds of shit. To us, yes. They're exclusive yeah. to us, man. And uh, we've had a lot of companies to choose from, but we wanted this one. This is These are the, the famous ones that are in every single fucking store in America. Freaker yep. USA. They were at Top Golf when we were at Top Golf, remember? Yeah. Top Golf. They got all kinds of dogs. They got puns. Like they, they have one. It's. They have all these weird ass, uh, like Chili Nelson, and it's Willie Nelson is a chili. Yep. <laughs> and then, and uh, and they got uh, the, the, the Trump ones, so, man. I picked up yeah, a Trump, Trump one Trump like two funny, days ago. Yeah. Chili um, Nelson's my favorite, but tr- the Trump ones are actually great. I've got those socks. Oh, those are um, awesome! And yeah. they've got the exclusive socks for the Drinking Bros podcast. All of our faces yep. on all of your feet. I'm wearing a pair right now. Comfortable as shit. Um, couldn't be more amped to be involved with FreakerUSA.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off of all your NFL teams, college teams, but most importantly, us. Buy, buy some socks for us. We had the, the girl yesterday who posted herself nude with just her sock over her tits and pussy. God damn it, that was sexy. Yeah, that's uh, you're doing the Lord's work out there. Whoo! And we're having a contest, too. So anybody out there is buying the socks um, sexiest pose, man or woman, we don't give a shit. Throw it on your cock and blow a load in it. Uh, take a pick, pop it up. You win a free copy of A Night She Cries while he rides the steed. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Signed by me, as well as some BRCC, which is our last sponsor. Dan, why don't you tell us about BlackRifleCoffee.com? Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. You cannot buy a better cup of coffee for this price. You just can't. Every Goddamn time. right. Roast to order, my friend. It's great stuff. Our best deal is our coffee club. You get uh, free shipping, access to exclusive deals. We actually just did a giveaway where we gave away a $4,000 safe. Uh, we'll be announcing the winner for really? that soon. Yep, that's right. Fuck, do man. I need a all safe. The time. I need well, a safe. You know, you're in the club, so Shit, at some dude. point you'll get lucky and win maybe. Who knows? I hope so. Um, uh, no, you're not. You're not eligible. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah, gave away a safe. Uh, in December, we're going to have two additional giveaways, some hunting gear, some, uh, uh, I think, a, a scope, some other shit. So, you know, keep an eye out for that bullshit. It's great. Man, I, I love Black Rifle Coffee. Tis the season. I love your holiday bags, by the way. Yeah, they're great. The limited edition holiday roast. It's, uh, it's Who designed good. those, man? Those are fucking awesome. You know, I think a combination of Matt and Gary came up with those. It's basically, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's an AR rifle that looks like Christmas lights. It's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's dope. Matt's good with that type of shit, man. He's awesome. Very good, yeah. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the promo code SPORTS for 20% off. Join the Coffee Club of the Month uh, and get a subscription to it, man. The shit just shows up at your house, same date of every single month, and they never, ever miss at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Promo code SPORTS, 20% off. Let's get into this, D'Anthony. We got a big, big show. College football playoffs. How'd you feel about one through four? One, Alabama. Two, Clemson. Uh, Three, Notre Dame. Four, which they dragged out for for 13 years on ESPN. Yeah. Oklahoma. Uh, What are your thoughts on the top four? Oh, man. I think the Big 12 is a fucking joke. Same. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I can't figure out the Big Twelve or why people thought that was sexy. Um, why is it sexy to not play defense? And yeah, all all of these fucking SEC homers out here. Uh, and when there's look, there's there's a lot of fucking SEC homers. I will say this about the SEC: they play some fucking defense. They play defense, but they also play one to two D two schools a year. So who gives a shit about that? Well, Alabama lines up three a year. 
Those, yeah, those if you're, you're going to whine Christ. about uh, UCF's fucking uh, uh, strength of schedule, you can't be out there playing D two schools. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it, look at their look at Alabama's schedule for next year too. They but they've already got three lined up. I yeah. pointed out to somebody on Drinking Bros Sports, and they were like, "Well, so why doesn't Ohio State do that?" And I was like, "Man, I, look, I think every school used to do it. And then you had to stop at some point. It's just not yeah. fair to the competition." No, but look, at least the SEC plays defense. The Big Ten plays defense. Pac-10, even though they're shit, plays defense. I do not understand what is going on in the Big 12 and why it's been like this for years. I mean, this is years. You've, you've had this type of, this Texas Tech type bullshit where it's just yeah. these 60 to 63 games. Um, I, I don't understand it. Also, you know, look, we're looking at Oklahoma's record, and I, I don't even have Georgia's part of this equation. ESPN was sucking Georgia's dick all day, saying, oh, Georgia deserves to be there. No, they don't. Uh, Their best wins that Georgia had were against Kentucky and Florida. That was your pretenders. best two wins. Yeah, they were both pretenders. Pre- pretenders outside the top 15, I don't understand that. They got, they got blown out by LSU, which had Ohio State's third-string quarterback. Yeah. So, to me, you're off the map at that point. And you lost two games and didn't win your conference title. That's not even yeah. worth a, a thing. Look, you, you said the same thing about Ohio State last year having two losses. But, uh, you know, look, they, they won the conference championship. So you had one more thing than, than Georgia did. I don't understand any of that Georgia talk no. whatsoever other than the SEC bias, which, look, they couldn't hide that anymore if they tried over yeah. at ESPN. No, and, I mean, it's, it's stupid. It really is stupid. And, uh, frankly... Ohio State and, and Central Florida both had better cases for that number four spot than Oklahoma. Even, even like, I don't know. Like, I, I understand they wanted to get some major conference representation there, but uh, <laughs> Oklahoma can't run and gun with Alabama. That's just not going to happen. Well, they can't play any defense. So, you know, and yeah. Alabama plays defense. Alabama, yeah. if they stop Kyler Murray, it, it's over. Like, the game is over. They have nothing else to rely on, and they certainly don't have a fucking defense. So yeah. they're not going to be able to stop Tua. Um, one, two, I look at Oklahoma's record. Who, who is their best win this year? Oh, that, that was another one I missed on, on Saturday, by the way. I did call Texas over Oklahoma. Um, and it was a close um, game for most of that game, but, uh, Oklahoma ended up winning by 12 and covering. I was wrong on that one too, but I, mean, but I look at when was that game against Texas? Cause they beat West Virginia, but it was 59, 56. So that was one of those, whoever has the ball last is going to win. I guess. But what Texas finishes, what three losses, four losses this year? Uh, they finished. Um, I, I, I want to say I it was, was three, three, yeah. Um, and no, it was four. It yeah, was, that, that it was four. Was four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, Texas has four losses, so so their best win technically on paper was West Virginia. Um, Ohio State had two wins against top ten teams, Michigan yep. and, and Penn State. Uh, Penn State, I mean Michigan, had the number one ranked defense in the entire country, and they hung sixty two on them. Yep. I understand the the Purdue loss. Uh, that that people are you know oh you lost to Purdue unranked Purdue by twenty nine. I'm not look. I'm not the one who said this. But yeah, but I, Clemson this, lost a fucking stupid game like that last year and still made the. I mean they they made it to the top four. So exactly that, that's, that's bullshit to me. Same and and look, I'm not saying this. Reddit said this and this has been going on for a while. Everybody called that Purdue game the cancer game for that kid, that, that kid with cancer. Yeah, with a the, the game was dedicated to him, and they came out and played extra hard. I watched that game. I watched the Purdue Ohio State game with that kid and everything there. I even got wrapped up in it. I wasn't mad that Purdue beat Ohio State. 
I, I mean, shit, it was a great story. Um, I would never call that the Cancer Kid game. They, some motherfuckers on Reddit are, but uh, look, let's let's face it, Reddit is is probably the the depths of hell. Um, if you're gonna say the social media hellscape, that's probably as low as you can get, where it's the hottest, and then Twitter's just right above it. Yeah, well, I don't know, 4chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's probably the, <laughs> that's the worst place on earth. But yeah, Reddit, Reddit for at least for for the mainstream, Reddit's the worst place for sure. Yeah. So in that Purdue game, I, look, I don't think anybody was beating that team that day. Uh, and and I, look, I understand the Maryland thing, but they won. And you have the best quarterback in the nation, which will lead me to a uh, nice segue, Sally, into the Heisman. Dwayne Haskins leads all all of college football, all of it, every single team in the entire land in yards passing, total touchdowns, passing yards, and passing touchdowns. He's on mybookie.com right now. He's slated third, yeah, third to win the Heisman out of three. Kyler Murray is now a one to two favorite on there. Haskins is like 60 to one. In what world? And he's got a higher completion percentage than Kyler Murray. I don't even know what they're looking at anymore. Because, look, the college football playoffs said that Oklahoma had this historic offense. If it was so historic, why aren't your numbers better than Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, that's a good question. Because the other thing is the Big Big 12 doesn't play any fucking defense. So, therefore, you have the ball more. Everybody's scoring at such a lightning pace in that game. You have more possessions. You're able to throw more touchdowns if you wanted. How are you not within seven touchdowns of Haskins yeah, in the well, Big he's 12? Seven, he's seven touchdowns behind him and 500 yards. That's basically a game and a half behind Behind him. Haskins. Yeah. And Haskins had to face the number one ranked defense in the nation in Michigan. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. it. I, I, think, I think the Heisman voters, one, they hate Ohio State. Like The, the bias against Ohio State is clear, and, and it has been for – the last few years. That's fine. I don't really give a shit about that. This kid deserves the Heisman though. And and he's probably not going to get it. But there is a one statistic that you could possibly throw up that he he doesn't have better than Kyler Murray and Tua. And Tua, I would have said, "Hey, g- give it to Tua if it weren't for the, like the last 3 games." Cuz Tua has been hurt off and on. He's been nursing this knee injury. Um you know, I, and, and to the naysayers out there who said, well, Tua didn't play the fourth quarter, you know, most of the season. He didn't have to, and that's not his fault. I still would have given him the Heisman. But look, against Georgia, he looked like shit. He had, what, 38 passing yards in the first mm-hmm. half, and then he was gone the second half. Jalen Hurts comes in to save the day, which is an even crazier story there. So I think he shot himself in the foot on Saturday, and he's done. I don't understand the Kyler Murray thing. Again, if you're not playing defenses, your numbers should be better than Haskins. Um, and you don't you don't have a better win against a top ranked team than Haskins does. Yeah. So I don't get it. I, you know, the only thing that I could possibly think of is we've seen this kid play a couple times, Haskins, in person. It's so effortless when he's out there. Like I was at the game on Saturday night with my my wife, um, and he threw for 500 yards and five touchdowns, and it. It didn't seem like it at all. I looked up the scoreboard at the end, and I was like, it seemed like a Steph Curry game where you're you're just underappreciative of like, ah, uh, he's great. He probably dropped. Yep. Oh, shit, he had 500 yards. Man, that's yep. that's amazing. I, look, seeing it in person, the guy throws so effortlessly. 
I, you have no idea he's dropping 505 touchdowns a game. I mean, fuck, Michigan, he had six touchdowns against the best defense in the country. Yep. But the, he's not going to win the Heisman. That, that's what pisses me off. The college football playoff thing, I, you can take your bias and stuff it up your ass. If you're going to take it down to an Oklahoma-Ohio State pick, I say you should have put UCF in. 25 straight wins. I don't give a shit who you are. That's fucking impossible, and you need to be rewarded for it. Would you get steamrolled by Alabama? Probably. But it's time to put them in and give them a shot and figure it the fuck out. Because if we're not going to eight teams anytime soon, we can't just keep leaving on a team that all they do is fucking win every year. It's not their fault what conference they play in. What I do know is they played Auburn in the bowl game last year and stomped the shit out of them, and Auburn had stomped the shit out of Alabama the game before. So is it possible they could win? Yes, it is. So if you're going out to that fourth playoff spot and you can't figure out your mind, you can't figure out in your mind between Ohio State and Oklahoma, you should have put UCF in. I would have been fine with UCF in there. I'm not really fine with Oklahoma in there at all. No, that just seems like uh, somebody to fucking for Alabama to bang around. It's just it's just strange. And then like like do you think they do they take TV ratings because it will be an exciting game probably. Well, here here's the thing. The high, I looked at the TV ratings cuz I tried to break this town too to understand it. Yeah. Two of the three highest rated games of all time were the Ohio State games. Ohio State versus Oregon, Ohio State versus Alabama was onesie twosies. You would have had Ohio State versus Alabama if you're looking at those just, just the television ratings. Yep. From a couple years ago, congratulations. You duplicate those, and if, you're, if you really care about the money, that's probably what you would have done. You have two of the biggest you know, schools that have the biggest college tradition coming out for that. I don't, know, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, look, you look at the spreads. Oklahoma's a 14-point underdog. Yeah. 14 points? In a fucking playoff game. I mean, that's the Clemson one is eleven and a half. I think you're going to that. Um, what the what the fuck is what is know. going on? And who I, who's going to watch it? I don't know what the ratings are going to look like for these games. No, I'm mean, well. Clemson and uh, uh, Notre Dame are two of those teams that have fans all over the country. Kind of like you know some of the bigger schools: Ohio State, Texas, et cetera, Penn State. They're they they have fans everywhere. Um, but uh. You know, Alabama is one of those teams where you're usually a fan of the team if you come from that area, and it's not a huge area. Um, so, for, as far as TV ratings goes, I don't know. Oklahoma's another that like you're either okay or okay state, so that you pretty much got half of that state rooting for you. Yeah, I um, mean, look, you're you're gonna have about 38 eyeballs on that one. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't either. I'm like just looking at the numbers, looking at the schedule, uh, looking at the quarterbacks. I can't figure it out. I, I can't no, wrap my no, mind around it, except for the either. Urban Meyer factor of, hey, we don't like what, what happened at the beginning of the year and his suspension, yeah. and we're not going to reward him. I, I don't know, man. But you know, even when the final rankings came out, they had Georgia at five. Yeah, Georgia's still at five. It's weird what? Shit. That doesn't make any sense at all. In, um, in two, like With two losses and, and losing a conference championship, and you're still yeah. at five over Ohio State? Nope. I mean, they look. That proved to me that they just didn't. They said "fuck you" to Ohio State, and and we're we're done with this program all year round. And they're going to do it on Saturday with with uh, the Heisman picks. Look, I've been extremely fortunate this year. I was the bank on Ohio State all year round, um, and that was a massive gamble for me on mybookie.com. dot uh, com. It it paid off handsomely uh, in the in the last two games, in particular Michi- Michigan. Well, I mean, you're twelve and one on the year, so. 
Uh, well, but here's the thing against the spread, though. I believe we're just one game up. Uh, a lot yeah. of a lot of people didn't take those games in the middle, but they put the house on Michigan. Yep. Uh, I, I guess everybody thought you know Michigan was going to steamroll us, and then uh, e- even Northwestern. I I thought that that was going to be a closer game, and it, it really wasn't. Um, and I've been I've been lucky with that. I think we're going to beat Washington uh, on in the Rose Bowl. Um, but I look, I, I think they would have been better than a 14 point underdog than Oklahoma. I think they would have had a tough time with Haskins, man. Haskins is a, is a great quarterback that, that Kyler Murray kid's going to run around. If one of those Alabama players gets a hold of that leg. It's gone. Yeah. Same thing for Tua though. I mean, I think there's a good chance and we'll get into this when we're doing our, uh, CFP picks, but I think there's a good chance, um, uh, that, that Tua doesn't even see the national championship. Like he's he's had several injuries this year, same injury, this recurring. Yeah, to the to like, the name. Yeah, he's been gimpy for the last probably. Shit, I don't even know. I mean, he he, he was a little gimpy in that last game we saw him. So uh, yeah, and that Alabama LSU game. Yeah, yeah. How did he look? Uh, this this past weekend, as far as the knee, he he came out of the game early, right? Yeah, I mean, look, he struggled all through the first half. I mean, shit, Georgia was up by 14. You know what, Georgia, by the way, the Georgia fans, dear God, man. Somebody sent me a a meme that that best sums up Georgia fans. Georgia fans have Ohio State mouths with Vanderbilt's trophy case. It couldn't be any more true. They talk so much shit um, just because they've had a resurgence the last two years. It's still Georgia. They haven't won now in 39 straight years. Let's, Let's get over it for fuck's sakes. Um, my wife has not been alive one day on this earth with Georgia as a national champion. That's, that's fucking insane to me. Um, they choked away the 14 point lead at halftime to a, had 38 yards passing at half or something crazy. And then he got hurt in the third and Jalen hurts took over and won that game for him dropping bombs. Uh, yeah. jo- I, Georgia going f- for the fake punt on, on fourth and 11 was maybe the dumbest call I've seen in 10, 12 years. I, I mean, I've never seen anything that bad in a long time. Or it was just like, hey, man, it's fourth and 11 against Bama. You should probably punt that. Nah, we're yeah. going to go for it and just get, give Bama that field position. Really odd call. Uh, so, look, Alabama looked like shit. I, and I, I think they looked lethargic and they didn't come to play. But Georgia also choked that game away. So, it's tough to say. Tua has got a long time, though, to get healthy. I mean, you're looking at... This is December 4th. That next game isn't until the 29th. He's got 25 days to heal and get healthy for, you know, a, a mediocre Oklahoma team that he can steamroll. So I think he'll be fine for that. What I don't know is if, if his health will hold up for that Clemson game. And that's, that's what yeah, could really fucking hurt him. Yeah, because those are going to be, those games are going to be much closer together. Um, and I mean, Clemson is certainly weak in the secondary. If if they have a weakness, it's in the secondary. And uh, if he's not, if it's not too out there, throwing the ball around and it's hurts, uh, you know, legging it out more. I don't know that they. I don't know that it's even going to be close at that point. I mean, you know, it's Bama. They're going to play hard. It's going to be a close game. But I think it might be a two touchdown game at that point. Like I don't know if Bama has a chance to actually win the game. I think they can keep it close with Hurts, but I don't know if they can win the game against Clemson with with him. Yeah, I don't either. And I, I would make it would make us very, very rich men because at the beginning of the year when we did the yep. way too early college predictions, both of us independently. And by the way, for the audience, just to let you in on it, we didn't talk before that show 
simply for, because we don't want to know the answers before we hop on air. Like we wanted to seem, you know, real and live and all that other shit. I didn't know you were going to pick Clemson and vice versa. Both of yep. us just did. Um, I could have, you know, really homed it up instead of Ohio State, but I truly believed that Clemson was going to do it. I didn't think they were going to do it with Brian at quarterback. Yeah. Um, or, you know, Lawrence. Uh, uh, Lawrence at quarterback. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and that Bryant was going to leave. Yeah. But looking at their team and their defense and all this shit, man, I, I, I still think, yes, Clemson can pull this off. Absolutely. And I think Dabo Sweeney, man, now that Urban is stepping down, I, I think Dabo becomes the number two coach in the nation. I, I love him, man. He is, he's a great, fun, exciting coach to watch. And uh, if anybody's going to take down Saban, who's not afraid, it's, it's Dabo, you know, other than Urban. I still think if Urban was coaching, he'd find a way to beat Saban one more time. But uh, alas, that did not happen. But I, I still give Dabo a great shot in that game. And, uh, you know, Clemson, Alabama will be a fun one to watch. I'm, I'm definitely not flying out to Santa Clara for that game. No, fuck that. Jesus Christ. I don't know why. They I mean, would... you, ha- you have to either fly into San Jose, which sucks, or you have to fly into San Francisco, which is not bad, but then you have to travel an hour south to go there and fucking stay in that shithole Silicon Valley town. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I they... lived in Oakland for a long time. I'm, I mean, I, I like it. I like Oakland, but... Uh, in San Francisco too, but not for fucking sports. Like I wouldn't go there for a sporting event. No, no. Um, so yeah. So w- with that being said, I'm I'm still gonna stick with Clemson on this. Now that we have the top four. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think Clemson over Alabama is the is the final. I'm not sure about these spreads. I don't know if Clemson's gonna beat Alabama or beat uh, Notre Dame by 12 points, and I don't know if Alabama's gonna win by two touchdowns. I think it might be closer than that, but. Um, uh, I'm actually, if two is healthy and 25 days, like you said, is a long time. Uh, I think, uh, that it's, I think it's more like a 10 point game there because Oklahoma can't score, man. I mean, there's no, no doubt that they can, they can put points up. This kid's not a Heisman finalist for no reason. I, I look, I say Tua comes back healthy and, uh, I say Alabama's defense, not so much their offense. I, I say their defense shuts them the fuck down. And, uh, and ends that pretty quickly. I, both you and I are, are, are in 100% agreement, and we have been the whole year, and so does the rest of the world, by the way, uh, think that Notre Dame's just going to get thrashed like a fucking rag doll. Yeah. I, I do not believe in that team. I haven't all year rounds, and I'm not going to at all. Um, but that also works to their advantage because it is literally them against the entire world because no one thinks they're going to beat Clemson. And, uh, you know, yeah, but the problem, the problem with that is, like I said, Clemson's big weakness is in their secondary and, uh, the fucking, <laughs> the quarterback book for, uh, Notre Dame, he's got like 2,500 yards on the season. And, and to, and just to compare that Haskins has 4,500. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just not concerned about Notre Dame at all. I'm not either. I mean, dude, Dwayne Haskins has 2000 more yards than the playoff starting quarterback. And I know what you're saying, well, Wimbush played the first two games. I don't give a fuck. You're still down no, by 2,100 yards. Yeah. Get fucked, Notre Dame. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I don't believe in that school. I don't believe in Oklahoma. I think we're setting up for, uh, for an Alabama-Clemson showdown. And I think you got to go to eight after this. I mean, that's fine if the CFP wants to see the same two teams in there year after year. Yep. But you got to go to eight then and switch it up. You got to give the kids at UCF a shot. I still think they should have gotten that fourth slot. If there's a debate over two one-loss teams, 
especially between Ohio State and Oklahoma, and you think it's that close, um, you should have given it to USC or UCF and yep. let them defend their national championship for fuck's sake. Uh, and Georgia, I, again, the SEC bias, come on, man. Your bias is showing CFP. Like, why even bother with a two-loss team who didn't even win a conference championship? That's fucking insane to me. Um, something's got to change. It's got to go to eight. I think eight solves it to me. I, 16 is too much. I don't want to see 16. I don't want to see 12. I think no, eight, if you eight go, solves if, it. Yeah, if you go 16, you got to remove one of the regular season games probably. Yeah. Not that I'm against that. Like the SEC for sure could get rid of one of their fucking. They can get rid games. of the Citadel every year. Uh, yeah. or, or Arkansas State, you know, yeah. is who Alabama played. But I, I'm yeah. with you. I think you take the, 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 the Power Five conference champions. You know, you put them in, uh, and then, you know, you take some of these independent schools like uh, UCF and those guys who are in the smaller conferences, not independent, but, uh, and then leave an independent open for, for a Notre Dame or, you know, whatever, because let's face it, they're never joining a conference because they're fucking pussies, um, yeah. and they don't want to give up that NBC deal. But uh, it's got to go to eight, and let's start this sooner rather than later. I, as a fan of college football, this is getting boring now. Um, I, I could see if it was super exciting, you know, between Clemson and Alabama every year, but uh, it's not unless you're a fan of those two schools. Uh, at least last year, you know, and again, this isn't I, I, like I don't, I'm not shitting on the school of Oklahoma. I want to make that perfectly clear. I liked seeing Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield in the playoffs last year. He was fun. He was exciting. It felt like Anything was possible with him, and I think you needed more big personalities like him and Johnny Manziel and those yep. guys to watch these games. Because right now, I, I just don't, I don't want to watch an Alabama. There's nobody exciting for Alabama that I tune into. Same with Clemson. There's nobody really that I tune into. Pro- probably Kyler Murray, I guess, is, is the most out of these four teams. That's probably the most exciting. Yep. I, I, I mean, I guess, but it's, is it exciting because of the, like the, the, the baseball offer? Like That's another thing to me. Is yeah. he impressive to people because he got that huge contract for the Oakland A's before the season started? I didn't really know who he was until the, that, that contract started. I don't really know that I would have given a shit about him throughout this year if I didn't think he could get injured and lose that baseball contract. So Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Now he's a Heisman finalist. Um, he's probably going to win. I, if, prob- if I'm, look, if I'm betting on mybookie.com, Promo code drinking bros. I'm I'm betting on Kyler Murray. I th- I think he's gonna win. I think Tua Tua is out. They fucking hate Haskins. They hate Ohio State. Take that to the bank. I, I think you could I, I think Kyler Murray is going to win. And I don't know how they're gonna justify it afterwards with his numbers. Because as soon as they put those two statistics on the board against each other, he doesn't lead one single category against Haskins in. So I don't know what the fuck they're gonna say about that. But I would I would push my money into the center of the table for Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean that's, uh, it's probably going to happen. It's I think it's unfortunate to be honest because I don't. I, I do don't too. Think he's the guy. I do too because it's it's a big deal and like I, th- look that Haskins kid earned it. Um, I know Ohio State's defense was hit and miss all year. I, you, you needed him too, the same way you needed Kyler Murray, except for uh, Haskins was going up against the number one ranked defense in the country. So eh, fuck it, it is what it is. Last thing I want to talk about that happened over the weekend is that. Uh, that Fury Wilder fight, I called Fury. If you bet on it, uh, it was a draw. So yeah, nothing happens. But that's uh, the second major fight in a row that's ended in a in a Jesus suspect draw. Jesus Christ! Like, 
the cards were weird on that. The fact that it was split so unevenly. Um, I I thought Fury still won, but it, it was probably the most exciting fight of the year. I'd have I'd have fucking blast watching it. Um, that knockout. Uh, what what I thought was a knockout. I yeah. I thought Wilder knocked him out in the twelve. Yeah, I thought that was like it. it. It looked like it. And but. Fury got up, uh, you know, on the on the nine count. It was one of the best fights of the year. And then you go to the cards, and it's another fucking draw. Yeah. Boxing itself should probably start going to. In all honesty, they don't need humans that can be bought out anymore. Just go to a computer ranking system. In that, uh, you're you're already using CompuBox numbers for most of this shit. Yeah, why not just do it for the for the entire fight? I, I don't think there's a need for these bullshit people that can be bought off or whoever's agenda is trying to get more money for the rematch. Same with the Canelo Triple G fight. Like, yeah. I don't think you need that shit in boxing anymore. Just ice them all together. Go by copy copy box numbers, and then that way you're forced to fight everybody. And you know what the numbers are going into the rounds, where it's just like, hey man, you're getting your fucking ass handed to you here, and that would make it more exciting. I'm, yeah, I'm sick weird, of seeing man. draws, man. It's real weird. I mean, I think uh, didn't Fury win all but two rounds or some shit, or all but four rounds? I thought. That, look, that's that's what I personally thought. Um, you know, that's the thing about boxing is it's all subjective to depending yeah. upon who the judge was. But that's what and I the, thought, and I thought I'm sure he got dinged from getting knocked down so hard. I mean, he got rocked pretty good. But he well, here's the up. thing that was that was definitely in two point rounds. So was the because he not he got knocked down in another round. That was definitely a two point round as well. Uh, and then you add up the other two rounds. It's a close fight, man. I, I thought, if you're asking my honest opinion on it, I thought Fury won by one or two points um, on every single... He should have on every single card. And uh, I, don't, I don't know who the fuck that judge was that had Wilder by five or whatever it was. I mean, yeah, that was it was 115-111. Yeah, man. I, that, that's too much for me, man. You got to get rid of that shit out of boxing. Or boxing will never recover. Uh, and right now, you've got some exciting talent in boxing between Fury, Wilder, and fucking Joshua. Let them go at it. Let them fight. Choose a winner. Let's move on with our lives. Let's see Wilder fucking Joshua. Now we're going to have to I, see the, this rematch and then wait another fucking year and a half to possibly see that fight. Yeah. There used to be this unwritten rule uh, in in uh, title fights in boxing that if you didn't knock, down, knock out the the guy holding the belt, you didn't win. Like, it wasn't a real rule, but everyone knew. If you don't knock this guy out, you're not going to win. And what it made for was no decisions. Like, everybody went out there balls out the whole goddamn time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CompuBox will solve it, dude. Let's just turn it over to the fucking robots on this one. Uh, we got one, one college football game this week, D'Anthony. That's yep. it. We're down to one regular season college football game, then the bowl games. We're going to do a bowl week well, a bowl game special next week as our show and go through all of our winners for every single bowl game next week. Uh, but but it's the big one. Some might say it's the biggest one of all time. It's Army-Navy. Point spread is Army minus seven. This is at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. You and I will be, be there live with Matt, Evan, Jared, the whole crew doing a live show from the Nine Line Tailgates. Yep. Um, outside we've got our own fucking lot too. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, stateside what's, vodka. What's, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Drunk. Uh, so, yeah, drunk. We're gonna hammered. Be, yeah. yep. Wet, buck naked, sherm, primo, p dog, p dust. You name it. We're getting all of that. Uh, shows at 11 a.m. Game is at 3 p.m. It's Army minus seven. Who you got, D'Anthony? 
Uh, I'm going to, I mean, you know, going to take army, obviously. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, I'm look, I'm taking army in this as well. They're nine and two Navy's three yeah. and nine. Um, Navy's look, better than that record suggests, but they are. Uh, they are. Army. Army has played some legit teams this year and played them very well. So I, I'm I'm going with Army. You know, one team they played extremely legit was uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. They lost, yeah. they lost that game um, by a touchdown, twenty-eight twenty-one. Right. Yeah, it came down to what? Well, it might have been an overtime game, to be honest with you. Um, or it, that that kid threw a pick <laughs> to go to overtime. But yeah. uh, that was that was at Oklahoma, and that that sh- that should have ended their dreams. So anytime anybody wants to bring up the Maryland game, look at fucking Army, you cocksuckers. Yeah, uh, I yeah I got Army in this one, and I uh, I think I think they win by ten points. Yeah, I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a bit a bit of a bit of a blowout if you want to call it that. Yeah, I do too. I look, Army's ranked, man, and they look good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in on this one. I'm, I'm betting this game. The over unders forty. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, it's funny when these two teams play. Uh, it's usually often, low scoring, and it's hard to yeah, call, man. It's, yeah. it's almost always a super low scoring game, and yeah, who knows who the fuck's gonna win? But I, I think, uh, I think the Army's got this one. Yeah, I do too. And what I think they they extend their winning streak. Uh, to two. Speaking of streaking, after the, the the show is over, our special guest is Jimmy Long, who was the original Brosman Trophy winner, who streaked the Army Navy game two years ago and won the first Brosman Trophy winner. Uh, our Thursday show on Drinking Bros, we will announce the 2018 Brosman of the Year, and it's a fucking good one. I'm super excited about that show on Thursday. Now we move on to the NFL, Danthony, Danthony, Danthony. Yep. And uh, hey, by the way, I'm looking at the historical Army Navy games. Yeah. And okay, I finally found one. So 2013 was the last time that they combined for over 40 points. Whew. Yeah. Army, so though, has got a really good team, like, like an actual good team this year. Yeah, they're good. So I don't know, man. I hesitate on something that, that low of 40. Like, that, those always scare me, but I think yeah. you're fine with betting that spread. Because um, I, I think Army wins by 10 plus, uh, and I'm actually going to bet on that before we get there. I'll probably place those tonight, actually, because we're leaving. We'll be there on Friday morning. Yep. Uh, NFL wise, we shift over to the Thursday night game of the week. Boy, this is a this is a shitty game. This is uh, Jaguars at it's the, the Titans. Bad News Bears versus the Cleveland Indians from <laughs> Major League. Boy, this is Jesus something Christ. to not believe in. This is Tennessee minus four. Keep in mind the Jaguars lost six to zero last week. Oh no, they won six to zero last week over Indianapolis. Who you got in this one? Oh man, I've got the Titans. I just, I, I'm glad that Bortles does. Does he not exist? Did Thanos get him? What happened? Does he yeah. just not exist anymore? He he is not existing anymore. Yeah. He is not playing. So um, I'm hoping Thanos got him. Like if. I, I didn't feel anybody dying around me. I didn't see any ash. I didn't hear uh, Spider-Man saying that he didn't feel well or any of that. But I did feel a little bit of disturbance in the force. I'm hoping Bortles just evaporated off this planet. Same, same. I, I Look, I think the Titans are going to win this. I don't feel good about this game. I don't feel good about no. either of these teams right now. No, don't, don't bet on this. The Titans just can't figure. I mean, they're 6-6. Six and six. They're 4-1 and one at home. So, look, if you're going to look for a silver lining in any of this, it's, it's probably that. But, you know, the Jaguars' defense looked good on Saturday. They shut down fucking Andrew Luck, who's had a resurgent yep. year. I, 
I don't bet this game in real life, but I'll, I'll take Tennessee for the sake of the show. I wish Tennessee could just figure it the fuck out, man. They got Mariota, who's great. Uh, they got they get that that Corey Davis kid is is good. That's that wide receiver, and I I actually like their running backs with fucking Deion Lewis and, and Derrick Henry. They just don't know how to use those guys. Like Henry's no. a bruiser, but he never goes in on fourth and one. They never put him in on the goal line. I cannot fucking figure this team out. Mariota yeah, goes out every other game with a weird injury. That's why I hesitate on this. Is I I don't know what his health is week in and week out. Seems like he plays every other week. I, yeah, I, Titans, I, I'll, I'll say, but I, I don't bet this one in real life. Uh, next nope. one up. Boy, this is officially the worst game of the year. <laughs> this is the Jets at the Bills. Oh, God. The Bills Mafia will be out in full force for this one. Yeah, uh, you can. here's what you can bet on. Somebody's going to get injured. Not, in the parking lot. Yeah, in the parking lot. Not at the game, necessarily, but definitely in the parking lot. <laughs> Someone, someone will in, be intentionally self-harmed in the parking lot of this game. Someone will be drunk and jump through a table that's on fire. Somebody's going to get a cold finger in their butt in the seats, too. I can feel that. Like, where it's just like they're going to be so pissed drunk, they're going to try to finger a girl, and it's going to end up in, in, in her butt. Like That's, yeah. that's what's going to happen during this game. This is Buffalo minus 3.5. Buffalo is at home. I'm going to say f- f- Buffalo for this. There is not one prayer I take this game. No, I mean, I might even take the under in this game because I it's think it's thirty-eight guys, and a half, Dan. Yeah, I think they suck so bad. Honestly, look at the the under on the Jacks oh, Titans is thirty-seven and a half. <laughs> oh, I scored that many points playing your mom the other day. I know, God, these are these are two awful games to lead off the NFL schedule. Uh, boy, I. <laughs> You know, uh, I'll take the Bills for the sake of it, but I don't. I don't touch this game in real life. And uh, and if you're out there and you're a Bills fan in the Buffalo area and you're looking for tickets for New Era Field, we're going for six dollars <laughs> on StubHub right now. So yeah, you can uh, you can definitely you can pretty much in. have tickets for a song in this. Just show up I, and and play your best. I think best they're taking show EB. I think they're taking EBT cards for that game too. Yeah. Get oh on God. That. Hey, listen. So the Jets are one and five away, and the Bills are two and three at home. Like this could not possibly be. They're, the, all the numbers on this screen that I'm looking at right now make me want to blow my brains out. <laughs> this is an awful, awful game. Uh, so yeah, Christ. sake of the show, the Bills. But I, uh, good luck betting this in real life. You're just a fucking addict if you bet this in real life. Is yeah. all I'm going to say to you. This next game intrigues me though. Yeah, um, I like this one. Is this, this, is a, this, this Panthers team has been hit and miss. This is the Panthers at the Browns. The Browns are 4-7-1. Look, we said the over-under was four for the season. We said the Browns would get five to six wins. Uh, this could come against the Panthers. The Panthers are the biggest hit and miss team every week. I cannot figure them out. I love McCaffrey. I have him in fantasy. He's been fantastic. Yep. Cam, Cam Newton's had a decent year. I picked up Curtis Samuel, Samuel off, the, off the waiver wire. He's been great the last few weeks. Um, but they just do not show up. You called that game. I, I it was another game I was wrong on last week. You called that Tampa Bay game last week. Yep. And uh, who you got in this one then? Panthers at the Browns. It's Carolina oh, minus man. one and a half. I'm taking the Panthers, and here's the reason. Uh, because the, the Browns are the Browns? The Browns are giving up, on average, 27.8 fantasy points to running backs this year. And I know, like, don't don't necessarily use fantasy points to make a prediction of a game, but they are getting shit, like, just housed by good running backs this season. 
Yeah. And McCaffrey has been looking really good lately. Yeah. Um, you never knew which Cam's going to show up, but I, I think uh, if if Cam has a decent game and doesn't you know turn the ball over and McCaffrey has his normal late lately game, uh, I think the Browns are going to get blown the fuck up here. It's it's going to be cold. You, you you know that for a fact. Look, we're in Philly this weekend. It's going to be twenty six. Yep. Uh, these tickets are going for twenty three dollars in Cleveland. So it, yep. Cleveland's got a pretty good fan base too. Um, so if if tickets are going for twenty three dollars, it's going to be cold. I don't think Cam likes the cold. I'm going to take the Browns in this one. Uh, and I, I'm going to say the Browns get their fifth win in this one. Um, I don't Maybe. believe in the Panthers' defense at all. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say the no, Browns. No, but in I don't. This one. I don't. I don't believe in uh, in Baker Mayfield in the cold yet. I don't either. I, look, hey, I, I he I saw him play at Oklahoma in the cold. He played up at Ohio State. I, this is tough, man. I picked the Browns last week, and uh, and I was yeah. wrong. I'm going to take them this week, though. I'm going to say they beat Carolina. Uh, if if they blow this one for me though, I'm not I'm I'm done with the Browns for the rest of the year. Uh, picking the Browns. Uh, next 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 game up. This is this is a wild set of circumstances here in this one. This is Falcons at Packers. It's Packers minus five and a half. They lost to Arizona last week, yeah. the worst team in the league. Yeah, I, I, another spread that that we called and were incorrect on. And yeah. they fired their coach immediately after the game. A guy who's won the Super Bowl only had two losing seasons in what thirteen years, twelve years there. Mike McCarthy brought, just yeah, brought him in the kinda, office, sat him down, and fired him right after the game. That that's kind of like um, you've had your driver's license for thirty years and you've never really been in any major accidents, but then you uh, drive through the front of a building. Yeah, you got to lose <laughs> your license at that point. And losing losing to the Arizona Cardinals is the equivalent of being completely sober and driving through the front of a grocery store in your car for no reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I Look, I think with this one, there's been a lot of friction between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy for the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that all went down. I, look, Rodgers is a brilliant football mind. I think they just let him go rogue and let him call his own place. And uh, I, I think the uh, I've been wrong in this all year. This Packers team, I've been wrong in the Falcons all year too, man. But I think the Packers win this game. And uh, Aaron Rodgers sends a nice big fat middle finger fuck you to Mike McCarthy on this at minus five and a half. And I think the Packers win. Falcons are shit in the cold too. Um, yeah. <laughs> next up, we got gonna, Ravens. It's gonna be cold. The Ravens at the Chiefs. This is minus six and a half. I absolutely love this fucking game how about you uh yeah i mean listen kareem hunt's gone uh he apparently doesn't tell the truth about things so uh <laughs> and he's starring in, in Step Brothers with uh Step Brothers 2 with with ray rice um <laughs> so the two of them are are gone you know what i find funny by the way before we get to this spread because i look i think it's the chiefs all day in this one I, they're oh, yeah. gonna win by a touchdown or more um I, look, I get the Ravens have won three in a row with that that kid, but uh, good luck against an, an actual quarterback and an actual players um, and the Chiefs. But the funny thing is, last week everybody was blowing up my phone after I told you to pick up Spencer Ware last week. Um, I'm not saying I knew. I'm not saying I didn't. But what I did tell you last week on the show, if you listen to all of it, was pick up Spencer Ware. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, man, has some skeletons. He's got even more in that closet, by the way, and there's going to be more shit that comes out about him. Um, uh, yeah, it, weird dude, man. Sad to see him go because he, he was great, man. He was on a lot of fantasy rosters. I know he was on my wife's team. Yep. That's going to fuck her in the playoffs. 
Uh, she, I, although she did blow your doors off this weekend, Dan. Yeah, she still beat me. Yeah, I had a terrible week. Back when we never left. Uh, all right, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Ravens. Here, you were saying something about the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I think they're pretty good. Um, they're they're they play football, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna smoke the Ravens. I don't know why this line is so low. I mean, I know Hunt's out now, but um, yeah, I, I don't give a fuck about this line. I, I'm still look. I'm st- I still I, I know I said this last week and I'm, I'm a broken record at this point with Lamar Jackson. Um, I just don't I don't I don't see them covering this six and a half like this this uh, f- fuck it this is my lock of the week this is this is my lock of the week KC minus six and a half get it now before it goes to seven there's no way the Ravens continue this fucking streak with uh, with homeboy here this ends at Arrowhead Stadium this is at the Chiefs building. It's loud I, um, as fuck there too. Yeah, I'm all in on this one, uh, and I'm saying Chiefs uh, win by by more than seven. And look, I know Tyreek Hill was slow last week. This is the fantasy football playoff time. I think he's he's back in, and uh, I think you're good to go with this one. Uh, it's my it's my lock of the week. So yep. I'm I'm pushing all my cards into the middle of the table on this one. Next up, we got Patriots at the Dolphins. Patriots, man. They just keep doing it, don't they? I thought last week against the Vikings, I was like, "Yeah, this is when they're gonna they'll, they'll slip this this one time." Nope, they're nine and three. They're fucking nine and three again, the Patriots, and yep. they've had what what has seemed like a pretty dismal year. And then you look at the record, and you're like, "Oh, they're nine and three again." Fuck you, Tom Brady. Uh, this is New England minus seven and a half at the Dolphins. I know traditionally New England struggled. At Miami for some reason, I I don't know why. It's beautiful there, uh, maybe because they're they're partying. Maybe it's Giselle wanting to get some topless beach time in because you're allowed to do that in Miami. But they've traditionally struggled there, and uh, I don't know why. They they put a half point on this for that reason. This is probably a a one score game. Uh, yeah. I think New England wins this game, but um, I, and I I think you're fine with seven and a half. What do you think? I don't know, man. All of New England's losses are on the road this year. They are. And uh, the Dolphins, five of their six wins are at home. I mean, I know that doesn't always play. You're um, right. But Look, Dolphins are 5-1 and one at home. Uh, New England's 3-3 yeah. three and three away on this one. It, yeah. It's tough, man. I, I don't man. bet this game. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I bet this game in real life either. Um, but for the sake of the show, I'm, I'm going to take the Patriots and say they win by 10 points in this one. Uh, next up, man, this is the team that killed me last week. This is Saints at the Buccaneers. Same spread as that this that Saints-Cowboys game on the road last week. This yep. is minus eight for New Orleans. Who you got in this one? Mm. I don't know. I really don't know. They they. I mean, again, we talked about the Cowboys defense showing out, and they have been lately, but that was – the Saints looked rough in that game. They looked uh, off. It wasn't just the Cowboys' defense; they looked out of sync entirely. They did, I, and I, I and, and for that reason, I don't think they do it again. And I and I think they win and blow them out uh, this weekend. Um, I, I think. Look, they're they're at ten and two. They're a game behind the Rams now for home field playoff. Yep. Throughout the playoffs in the NFC, they have to win this game. Yeah, it's a big game. This is the first time you you can you know besides that Saints Rams game all year that you say this is a must win game. This is this is now a must win game, and I, I think the Saints show up. This is also a division game, um, but the the over under is fifty six in this game. But uh, I, I think New Orleans wins this game. I'm, I I think this is a bounce back week for for New Orleans, and I'm taking New Orleans this week. 
Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any chance they'll lose this game, but I'm not sure they're going to cover eight. Okay. I like it, Dan. That's a sexy pick out of you. Uh, next up, man, this is whew, this is a team that just, if they have a quarterback, he's going to break his leg. Talking about the Washington <laughs> Redskins. And, uh, oh, man. Boy, man, I Jesus it's Christ. it's rare they to see. should have signed Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. You know they talked about it. I know. This is the Giants team. at the Redskins. Giants have been on a, a, a mini streak here, so to speak. They've been playing a lot better these last four or five games. And uh, the Giants are minus three and a half. You're down to Mark Sanchez as your starting quarterback yeah. and, and Adrian Peterson as your starting running back at, th- at 33 years old. I know he ripped off a 90-yard touchdown last game, and it was amazing to see. In the first quarter, watching Adrian Peterson run for a 90-yard touchdown brought me the 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 little kid fantasy football joy that I, I always have known and loved about Adrian Peterson. And then he didn't finish above 100 yards after scoring a 90-yard touchdown. In yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked into that, but has that ever happened before? I do not believe so, and I know... I, if there was a bet, a prop bet on mybookie.com of whether or not that will ever happen again, I would put all my money on no, it would never happen again. That a player would score a 90-yard touchdown, the starting running back, and then not get 10 more yards the rest of the game. For this reason, um, with the Redskins, again, second week in a row, a quarterback has broken their leg, which is a rare injury, by the way. I really want to point that out for the audience. Yeah, Not a lot of people break their legs anymore. Um, because that is a really hard bone to, to break. Well, I mean, not not unless there's some gruesome injury to it, not just like a fracture, you know. Well, we got Alex Smith probably career over, Colt McCoy probably career over. Now we're down to Mark Sanchez. I believe in Mark Sanchez about as much as I believe in if if Anne Frank came back and started QB in the Redskins. I'd well, take the Giants in this, and I can't believe that I'm taking the Giants on the road. But I'm going to in this. When Mark Sanchez is your starting quarterback, he admitted after the game he didn't know any of the players on the team. Yeah. My, he was just uh, meeting them for the first time. My notes say uh, Giants over Skins, uh, minus three and a half, and then in parentheses, Mark Sanchez is a turd. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Mark Sanchez is always the butt fumble guy for me. Yeah. Um, I think he's, he's probably best on television. And, and and not being starting quarterback for any team. Where did and, they find him? Was he already on the roster, or did they like was he no. going to use car light somewhere? He hasn't played in two years since 2016. I think he was doing shit for like the NFL Network and like Fox. So the article I just read while you were running your fucking mouth over there, um, and uh, that's what you do. So I appreciate that. I yeah, you're welcome. Sound negative, but you're, you're welcome you're just, for my brilliance. You sure, you never shut the fuck up. Anyways. <laughs> Um, um, Jay Gruden was saying that they didn't sign Kaepernick for uh, because we wanted someone with a quote unquote a little more familiarity with our system. Yeah, and now now I'm hearing that Sanchez didn't even know who the fucking players were on the team. <laughs> Why Frank don't I... tell, wait? Frank is telling me that his, the OC and and the Redskins is the old Jets OC, so they know how to not score points. Yeah, I, so I they guess. brought in Mark Sanchez instead of Kaepernick because he knows how to not score. Why don't they just say we know that we hate Colin Kaepernick just as much as everybody else hates Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, and I mean he's never playing again, and we're fine with that. 
A guy being a dick is a perfectly legitimate reason not to hire him for a job. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm good on it. I like, I don't give a shit if Capra never ever ever plays. I'm fine on that. I don't need to see him in any Nike commercials, anything. I don't give a fuck about Colin Kaepernick. I also don't give a fuck about this Redskins team anymore. Um, fantasy wise, man, this hurts a lot of things with a quarterback being out. Adrian Peterson now they can stack the box. They're gonna butt fuck him. Jordan Reed is fucked. Uh, if you were in a desperate position of starting like Josh Doxson or any of those guys, you can get and kiss them goodbye. I wouldn't start any Redskins for the playoffs since this is the first week of the fantasy football playoffs. Uh, you're fine, though, starting Odell Beckham Jr. Shit. Uh, it'll probably be going against Josh Norman, but whatever, man. Fuck it. It's going to be bulls on parade here, and I think the Giants uh, win this game. Next up, we got Colts at the Texans. This is going to be a tough game. The Texans, yeah. man. They've won nine in a row. Count them, Dan. Nine in a row. That is impressive. However, some of them have been like shaky. Yeah, I was just going to say, however, most of these wins have not been impressive. Deshaun Watson has not been that impressive. He is, he is a starting QB in one of my fantasy leagues. And, man, I am holding on uh, by a thread there. I made the playoffs in the, in the fourth seed, but um, I don't feel confident starting him at quarterback. But they keep winning. The spread is minus four and a half. The Colts looked like shit last week. Granted, they were going up against Jacksonville's defense, but let's face it, Jacksonville isn't a daunting place to play. No, and zero points is uh, not a lot. That's, no. That's, it's literally no points. And I think this game is actually going to be a street fight. Uh, although I love the way Demarius Thomas looks um, playing for the Texans. I'll take the Texans in this one and say say they go to 10-3, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if the Colts were able to to bounce back, but I, I, I'm I'm going to bet this, and I'm going to say Texans. Who you got in this one at Houston minus four and a half? Yeah, I'm taking the Texans in this. Whew, that, that'll be ten and three. Look, I I, I p- predicted them to go to the playoffs before the season started. Not in this fashion. This is definitely surprising. The other team that's surprising to me is the the Chargers in this next game. This is yep. Bengals at Chargers. The spread is fourteen. That is a big boy spread. If you're wondering why the spread is fourteen, the Bengals have called it a year. Uh, Andy Dalton is IRR for the rest of the year. He is done. AJ Green is now done out for the rest of the year. They don't have anybody anymore. Um, they've pretty much packed it in for the year. Injuries have depleted this team. And I, I think at this point, it's probably time to blow up the Bengals. Fire the head coach, Marvin Lewis. Uh, move on from, from AJ Green and, and try to find a new quarterback other than Andy Dalton. Um, I, I hate betting 14 point spreads. I hate it. So I'm probably not going to bet this in real life, but I could easily see the chargers clearing this, even though they, you know, it's at technically their home, even though they don't have a home team. Who do you think? Um, well, the chargers are definitely going to win the game. Yeah. Um, 14 points, a lot of points, but you know, shit, man, (laughs) they have no one left on that team team anymore. I I, I don't even well, there's Mixon, right? But other than him, and if you stack the box, you got a quarterback who's thrown like 48 passes his entire career back there. So you really don't know. I mean, there's no way to say what's going to happen here. No, and, and look, they, Tyler Boyd has looked pretty, pretty fucking decent on there. Uh, but there's not anybody throwing the ball now anymore. So, I, I, look, if you want to bet this, that's fine. I, I, I try to stay away from spreads this high, yep. uh, including that Chiefs one, which they didn't cover. Because um, just spreads like that are just too fucking high to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't I don't like to bet 14 point spreads in the NFL just because it's the NFL, man. And it's a tough league. Um, but I, it is I think a tough that, league. And if you're a, if you're a team uh, that knows you have a pretty solid defense and you're up 10, you're not going to go out of your way to score that extra three or seven points. You're going to try to p- 
possess the ball as long as possible and then get rid of it. Yeah, maybe take the money line with the Chargers and try to parlay it or something. If, if that's what you're into, I'm not. I'm not going to fucking bet this, but uh, I think the Chargers definitely win this game. Uh, next up, we get the Broncos at the 49ers. Broncos, man, they've climbed all the way back to six and six. That the, the running back, that Philip Lindsay kid, is looking lights out, man. He's winning. He's winning a lot of fantasy games for people. Um, I, look, it's minus five and a half for the for for the Broncos. I like it, man. I, I think they, they, they cover that, and I think they win by a touchdown. I think you're, you're good to go on this. Who, who do you got? Yeah, that guy, Lindsey, he's running for like 6.1 yards per fucking carry. That's yeah. That's crazy. Those looks great. Crazy numbers. Um, he's going to hit, um, he's going to hit, what, 13, 12, 1300 yards this season? It's fucking correct. And I, I really like the guy, but he's, he's Same. small. He's Same. small guy. Good lateral movement. I like him. Uh, anyways, yeah, Denver's going to win this game. Yeah, and you know, uh, I don't mind Mullins here at, for the 49ers. That, that kid's got a lot of heart, but uh, Breed is out. So, uh, and Breed has yeah. been fucking dope. He's now out. Uh, so, by the way, so is James Conner for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which we'll get to here in, in a moment. So, yep. if you can start picking up uh, their backups off of waiver wires, do it ASAP tonight because uh, that waiver wire rolls over in the morning. Um, but I, I got the Broncos in this one by by a touchdown or more. I think you're fine on that five and a half spread. Next up, this is our Fight Club game of the week. This is Eagles at Cowboys. Whew. This is probably going to decide the division, to be honest with you. Yep. Uh, Dan, who, who you got in our Fight Club game of the week? It's Dallas uh, minus three and a half. I got to tell you, I, I, hate, I hate Dak Prescott. Uh, to me, he's like he's like a slightly better version of Blake Bortles. Um, but I got to take the Cowboys in this one. I think the defense is playing too well right now, and, the, and Carson Wentz looks looks like he's lost. He looks like he was on a field trip, walking around with his classmates, and all of a sudden he looked up and his mom's gone, and his all his friends are gone. And he doesn't know where the fuck he is. That's what he looks like to me right now. Yeah, look, they they won last night, and it was it was fine. I'm. <sighs> I think this is a, here's the reason why this is our fight club game of the week. I think this is a field goal game it's because there is so much on the line. This is the season for both of these teams. Um, and, and I think the Eagles, I think they can keep it to, to a field goal game. I'm going to take the Eagles with the points on this one. Okay. And uh, at, at minus three and a half. And, and look, again, I think this is going to come down to a field goal in the end. And uh, either way, I think I'm fine on the points. But I, I don't know, man. I I think the Cowboys could be too high on themselves after that win last week. And you look at this Eagles team, and you you kind of look over them. So I'm not I'm not entirely sold on this. Uh, I'll take the Eagles in this one. Next up, we got the Steelers at the Raiders. Uh, minus eleven for Pittsburgh. D'Anthony, who you got? Oh man, Connor's God. out. By the way, yeah, I know. Eleven's a lot of points when you're starting running backs out. Even against the fucking Raiders. Even against the Raiders, that's a lot of points. Uh, but I think they're going to do it. I think Pittsburgh wins by two touchdowns a year. Yeah, I, I do too. Look, you know, Steelers never do well going this far west uh, with, with these big of a spread. Um, and, and with James Conner out, I wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise to see this closer, a little closer than it is. I, 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 I'm... In real life, I think the Steelers probably win. I don't bet this game because that, that spread is too high. Yeah, it's a little high. Um, I, I, I could see them winning by 10, but for whatever reason, man, when they go this far west, 
They just can't pull it together for these big boy spreads like this. And again, Connor's out. Um, I like that backup. That kid looked great last week. Uh, he scored a touchdown. Uh, Jalen's whatever the fuck his name is. Samuels. I picked him up, or I'm, I'm I'm attempting to tonight. So we'll see how oh, that yeah. shakes out. But uh, yeah, uh, that's it's tough, man. Connor's out, and uh, the Steelers don't do well that far west. I, you probably do best to stay away from this one. The Steelers definitely win it, but it could be ten, and I think that's that's the reason why this is at eleven. Um, next up, we got Lions at the Cardinals. Oh boy. Uh Detroit minus two and a half at the Cardinals. Man, you can you can take this game and shove it up your ass. It, you're you're just an asshole if you're betting the, this game in real life. Um yeah, there's no no point. I mean, I don't know. Some people like these crappy games. I um, don't, man. I don't get I down just, on this shit. Yeah, the over is forty and a half. Cardinals are three and nine. Lions are four and eight. At this point, you know, fuck. Cardinals are one and five at home. Lions are, are one and four away. Yeah, it's it's just terrible. Don't touch this game, man. I, yes, yeah. the Cardinals beat Green Bay last week. Congratulations. Uh, could it happen again this week and they win two in a row? You bet. But why put your money on this? Why put your money on the Cardinals versus Lions when you don't know? Uh, for the sake of the show, I'm going to say Detroit. Um, but I, I, in real life, I don't put money on stupid fucking games like this. It's no. just it's too big of a coin toss, man, to risk your money on shit like this. Don't yeah. bet this. Uh, now this next this next one you can bet. I love this game a lot. I don't know. It's, it's Rams at the Bears. It's yeah. minus three and at three three strike that three for yep. the Rams. And we don't know is is Trubisky playing? Uh, I haven't seen. No, I haven't either. Why is the spread so low? Well, I'm assuming that he is based on that. Otherwise, it would not because they would never let people get in early and make this bet. Uh, if they knew for a fact he was going to be out, right? I guess, man. If it's me, and, and again, this, this is me making this spread, I'd put this probably at a seven-point game, not three. No, um, definitely not three. The Rams are great. I, I don't. I, in what world is this three? I'm taking the Rams all goddamn day long at minus three in this one. Uh, I don't give a shit who their quarterback is. I think the Rams win by a touchdown easily, um, and especially – with the Saints having lost last week, they are now one game up for this NFC home field advantage for the rest of the playoffs. They've got to win this game, so I'm I'm going Rams all day in this. Yeah, I mean, if they win this game, their last three are against the Eagles, Cardinals, and 49ers. So good I mean, to those go. Are pretty, those are pretty much guaranteed wins. If they win this, this is their last real challenge of the season. If you want to call, I mean, the Bears have a really good defense. They're eight four. They're not a bad team, but. Uh, Rams are much better. They should win this game going away. Yeah, I, I, I think so too, man. I'm, I'm betting the shit out of this game, the Rams. Uh, last but not least, we got the, Sun, the, the Monday night game. It was actually a good one. Yeah, I actually like this, like game. this game, man. Uh, Vikings at Seahawks. Seahawks have come on. They're 7-5. and five. Vikings are 6-5-1. and one. I've believed in the Vikings all year long to a fault. Uh, I'm not even a Vikings fan. I, I, just, uh, I believe in Kirk Cousins. I like Thielen. I like Diggs. I like Dalvin Cook and and, uh, and those guys. I, can the Seahawks continue this? This is in Seattle, and I get it. Uh, this is a must-win game for the Vikings for me. I think I, I'm going to – look, I, lo- I was wrong in this last week with the Vikings and uh, Patriots, but I don't think the Vikings lose two in a row. I got the Vikings. Who you got? Uh, well, you're taking the Vikings to win? I am. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they're going to win. 
Um, um, and that, but I, I think this is a close game, and I think this is a fun game to watch. And I usually hate Seattle Seahawks games, but uh, yeah. this one means a lot. There's a lot on the line for this. Yeah, I'm actually going to bet this game because I think worst case it's a field goal game. Um, the three and a half is confusing to me. I know they're at home and blah blah blah. Twelfth man, fucking shut up. That shit's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. That shit's I, done. They're three and two at home this year. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, get off my fucking lawn with this shit. So I'm going Vikings in this one. So is Danthony. Uh, with that, that concludes another powerful evening of uh, sports spreads. Bet with us on mybookie.com. Deposits from 100 to $3,000 are automatically doubled. And it's going to be cold this weekend. Join us at the Army-Navy game. We're doing a live tailgates live from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia starting at 11 a.m. The show starts. We'll be there super early, tailgating, getting fucked up all day. Stateside Vodka is providing the booze for us. FreakerUSA.com is providing the the sleeves for all your beers, all your liquors, uh, and the socks. So if you come, you're getting giveaways uh, from FreakerUSA. You're getting Drinking Bros podcast socks and beer sleeves from FreakerUSA.com. If you're not able to join us, go to FreakerUSA.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS and get all of the beer sleeves, bottle sleeves, you name it. Don't get moist hand sleeves on FreakerUSA.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. And get the Drinking Bros podcast socks. Keep yourselves warm. Now, we have the first ever Brosman of the Year winner, Jimmy Long. And tomorrow night's show, we will be providing you with the recipients of the 2018 Brosman of the Year. D'Anthony, this is fun. I'm looking forward to hanging with you this weekend again, buddy. Yeah, we'll see you uh, in two days or whatever the fuck. I don't know how many days. Yeah, two days. days I'll see, I'll see you Friday important. morning. Fucks. I'll see you then. Jimmy Long. <laughs> What's going on, Ross? How you doing, man? Welcome to Drinking Bros again, Jimmy. It's been a couple years. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, almost. Almost. <laughs> About another month. Holy shit. Um, can you believe it's been this long, by the way? Ah, man, I'll tell you, since that day, time has sped up about a thousand miles an hour. It's nuts, right? It's nuts. It's, uh, yeah, we're, we're it almost really looking is. at the two year anniversary. <laughs> we will, we will be at the Army Navy game next week. Um, this one's in Philadelphia. Yours was in Baltimore, wasn't it? That's correct. Man, going to jail in Baltimore. How, how bad was it? Cause I know you came on the show right afterwards and, you said it wasn't really that bad. Looking back at it, it how bad was it? It wasn't that bad for me, but I've been in jail before. And, I mean, fuck, I spent 39 months in fucking Iraq. I mean, I've seen some pretty horrible shit. But, I mean, that was honestly, I mean, that was the worst jail I've ever been in. And, uh, that's and that that's goes, saying a lot, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, you ever seen The Wire? Oh, yeah. You know when Omar goes to jail in there? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much exactly like that, except like nobody's out in the halls during cells doing that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, look, yeah. it, it was dedication. You did it. Uh, you you were the first ever Brosman Trophy winner. Your name is on the award that is inside the podcast office. 
I, the trophy is gorgeous. Did you ever get to, to, to hold it in real life, or did they just engra- I, I engrave have, it? I have yet to see it in real life, but uh, David Snyder, the guy that uh, made it or had it made or helped with having it made, however all that went, yeah. he, uh, he kept me updated. He, uh, he tagged me, and he's got a, a replica of it that uh, we've been talking about me possibly getting from him. Oh, it's great. That's great. Yeah, because we'll I, I, I will say this. The, the final product, I, fi- I finally got to see it in San Antonio a couple weeks ago. The, the Brosman Trophy uh-huh. is incredible. And, like, it, is, it, it looks to be crazy expensive. So I think that's, that's oh, yeah. what, probably yeah, he, why. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, didn't, uh, he didn't cheap out on it at all, man. Like, I saw that thing from the time it was a mold. Like to the time it went to a foundry, to the time it got bronzed. I mean, he kept me up to date on all of it. And, I mean, I, I'll just be glad. I'm, I'm just glad that you know he didn't short me in the dong department. No, no, you look you look great on yeah. it. Uh, you, yeah, you look, I appreciate that. You look like your best self in it, Jimmy. Um, well, I'll tell you that was uh, that was definitely an adrenaline rush from him, man. Everything people say about professional athletes and. You know, being cocky and this and that, like you, you totally get why when you're out there and there's like sixty, eighty thousand people cheering you on. Like, <laughs> it's it's very motivating to say the least. <laughs> I bet it is. Um, I don't know how much you've been following along online because you know you and I are friends on Facebook and Instagram yeah. and all that stuff. And I've been posting from these stadiums every other week, and we get we've had field passes for most of these events. But it's before the game starts, so I don't. We don't physically get to see that adrenaline very often. The Ohio State TCU game, I got to be on the field for that. Um, you know, with all of those hundreds of thousands of you know people, not a hundred thousand. It was about a hundred thousand. Um, I I want to I want to make it seem like it was more than that, but it, no, it was about a hundred thousand. Oh, it, it feels like it though when you're in those coliseums like that and the, just the roar of the crowd. I mean. Even being in the stands, I mean, I've been to professional games before, but I'll tell you, when you're when you're in the middle of that field and you can hear everybody, it's it's so much more intense. Yeah, it, and it's, I, I, it's like being in the middle of a storm. I mean, it's it's just it's it's indescribable. And that that's what I kind of wanted to ask you about because uh, with this this game, we're actually going to this game. This will be my first time mm-hmm. going to the Army Navy game. Um, that was my first one too. Yeah, w- w- what's it like actually being there? Is it as great as advertised? Because you know, look, this is rivalry week in in college football. We're pre-taping this by like a week. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, obviously is the game. It's always tagged as the game. But there's a oh, lot yeah. of people on Twitter who are saying, "Do not sleep on the Army Navy game. It's one of the the greatest sporting events to be at in real life." Oh, Did yeah. you find that to be the case? Well. I got to say, I mean, I'm for a lot of reasons, like I'm, I'm biased towards it. You know, when I first joined the Army, like that was when the losing streak started. So since I've been all in on Army, you know, we've been, we've been losing for 14 fucking years. And that day I ran the field was the year we broke that, that streak of losing. And we, we won again last year. <laughs> so I'm hoping to see another another W for us. But aside from that, President-elect Trump was there. Yeah. General Mattis was there. Yeah. The guy I used to drive for, who was a colonel at the time, was now General. General Milley was there. So 
it was pretty fucking intense to be running <laughs> in front of that audience, to say the least. I mean, I, I don't know too many people that could say, yeah, Donald Trump saw me. He definitely knows who I am. <laughs> I mean, I, like something like that happens. I mean, that's an incident. You know, I guarantee you the Secret Service and, you know, it said something because they stopped him in the hall when they were taking me to the holding cell. They stopped me like in a little foyer before we got into the the tunnels up under the stadium and uh, right there was his SUV and I know it was his SUV because I have a picture of him in it before the game. No way. His, no shit, man. I got to watch his motorcade roll in. I got a picture of him. He's maybe 15 feet from me and you can see his face in the window and he's waving at everybody. Wow. That's crazy. And, uh, oh, it was intense, man. It was intense. Yeah, well, look, it, it was intense watching you do it. I, I, I Again, I was in New York City when that happened. My my wife well, was in the show. Yeah, I, 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 I know y'all thought I was bullshitting because you kept messaging me like, do it, do it now, do it now. Yeah, well, that that's the thing is like we didn't think it would happen, and we we all wanted to see it go down. The reason why we were saying do it now was we were able to see at home the difference of when the commercial breaks were and when they weren't. And, uh, oh. yeah, yeah. So that's why we were saying do it now because you were on camera. So gotcha. now, for the audience now, cause I'm, I'm going to let you in on this secrets. Um, I tried to smoke a jewel on camera at the Alabama LSU game. And that was nice. going to be a, you know, we were, we were going to try to make it go viral. And it, there was all these hot girls like sitting maybe two rows ahead of us. <laughs> and so the cameras were always on these girls, no matter what cutaway it was, it was to these girls. And I said, I said to my buddies who I was with, I was like, man, they're on camera so much. If I stick my head over them with a jewel in my mouth, hanging out, and I'm able to just to blow a huge cloud right over their heads, like <laughs> they won't be able to cut away fast enough. And then, you know, maybe we can get this thing to go viral and it'd be hilarious. Nice. But I, I wasn't at home watching it, so every single time that I we thought we had it, um, we got no text messages, no emails, no nothing, and I was like, "Shit, I don't, I, I don't think they got the shot," and and they didn't. The camera kept cutting away. I guess they knew what was happening, so that's why we were telling you to to do it, you know, at those gotcha. those certain points in the game because we knew the camera was on. What I was surprised was the moment you jumped happened to be mm-hmm. a perfect moment while, while they were in the huddle. And you were able to take off, and then the announcer was able to say, oh, my well, God, is, here's a guy yeah, on the was, field. That was another thing. It was Vern Monk's last game. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is something I didn't tell you. Is we were actually watching it on TV in the hallway right before I went down the stairs. So I knew it was on camera. I was waiting for that. Ah, but, you uh, did, yeah, though. We, okay. Yeah, we, oh, we planned the whole thing out to the team, man. This was much Like, I don't know if you remember, because – I messaged you and Jared and Rocco and Matt, everybody, like right when I decided I was going to do it. And I was like, hey, I'm going to do it. Is there anybody else? And y'all just kind of, yeah, 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 at me. And I get that. You know, we don't know. We didn't know each other, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, it was playing for a while. Gotcha. Well, to, to be fair, we got probably, I, I don't know, I want to say like maybe eight to ten people who said they were going to do it. Somewhere oh, in that sure. range. Maybe higher. Uh, it, it was, you know, a while ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And you were the only one who, who had sent in on game day of like, hey, guys, I have tickets. Here's where I'm sitting. This is going to actually go down. So we thought it was well, going to go down. Wrote, yeah, y'all hadn't wrote back. So I was like, I guess they take a bullshit. And I'm going to send this motherfucker a receipt. We did. Yeah, <laughs> we 100% did. And that's when I when you sent that receipt, that's when I called Jared and I said, hey, man, 
I think this yeah, those, this guy is serious. Those, yeah, those tickets weren't cheap, man. I mean, that was that was over a G for both those tickets. Yeah, oh. and, and and by the way, those tickets are going for over a G now. Army is actually ranked. I don't know if you know that they're ranked right now. The first time oh, yeah. since 1996, yeah. they're actually in the top 25. Yeah, yeah, no. It's uh, it's been a good year, man. My cousin, I I know a little bit about the team. You know, my cousin is going there. He just graduated this past May, and uh, yeah, they've got a lot of a lot of strong players, man. They're up and coming. I mean, I don't I don't think they're gonna be taking a national title anytime soon, but they've got a better team this year than they have in a long time. Yeah, uh, I, look, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna win this year. I think it's gonna be a close game, but I, I think Army is gonna win uh, again. Tickets are, are crazy expensive, so everybody else is in on oh, what yeah. I'm not. Like, I, I did not understand how huge this was. I did not understand that this was a bucket list item for a lot of people. Oh yeah, what, I, I didn't realize that either until like you know I did it. A lot of people started contacting me. And- it was. It blew me away. How many people were like? Oh, I always wanted to go to the Army Navy game. Like that's so special. And I mean, it wasn't me, but I was in the Army. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, you know, I it, it's. I don't know. It means a lot hearing from civilians. You know that they give a shit enough about that game that they, you know, that that is a bucket list item. Like you said, you know, they want to be there for that and support the teams and support the country and. You know, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely, man. I, I, like I, I'm stoked to be there, and I and I can't wait. Um, we're no, not, we're not doing electric, after it's what, electric. after what you went through though, we're not doing that thing again where it's just like, Hey, storm the field. Um, I, <laughs> I don't want somebody to end up in jail for what, how long were you in jail for two days? I was in there for about 24 hours, but I would have been out of there a lot quicker, but their uh, computer shit to bed for one reason or another. And uh, I ended up there in a little bit longer than I should have been, but, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hell, you know, I mean, fuck, like it, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but I'd already planned on going in and I'd been in jail a few other places. So yeah, I, I I, we've all, but, yeah, we've all been to jail. I just think Baltimore is a little different, you know, <laughs> you're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it definitely is. That's uh, the first time I was ever in a cage with that many murderers. And, uh, <laughs> hadn't, hadn't even been to a preliminary yet. Man. Uh, how has your life changed? I know uh, that's uh, fuck. Who was a Bleacher Report? They, I mean, they did a massive mm-hmm. story on you. I did an interview oh, for yeah. it. I believe you did too. That thing. Yeah, he quoted you in there a couple times. Yeah, yeah. That that thing went around the world. Um, how, oh, yeah. how how has it been in the last two years since that all happened to you? Oh man, uh, a lot of positivity, a lot of negativity. But really, well, you know, on, on the on the negative side, what what's been the blowback? I just, I just people angry about you know, just. I guess they're just angry in life. Hell, I don't know, man. I, people want to bitch about something, you know. But because um, I've always, I, I've always field, found you to be a pretty positive guy, and uh, I, I enjoy you online. I think your posts are pretty funny. We're friends on Facebook. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're always in my personal feed every day. So I'm like, ah, there's Jimmy. He's always he's Jimmy. He's always a fucking great dude to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit different than I, you know, in person than I am online. Like, I like to, you know, I like to do funny shit. I like to entertain people, you know, have a good time. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, you know, that's, you know, when the internet was, you know, you, you had to know something to get on the internet, you know what I mean? Now, you just touch your phone, you're online. Yeah. So, 
there's a lot more people on there. Yeah, it's a, it's a different world. What what happened to you in a, in a positive sense? I, in a positive sense, I mean, just met a lot of people that I wouldn't have otherwise. People from all over the world. Like, uh, I don't know if you know who Roy Larner is, but once I tell you his nickname, the Lion of Millwall, you'll probably. Oh, yeah, him. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got to meet him and. He was catching a lot of shit online. He ended up deleting his Facebook because he was getting death threats from ISIS and shit. You know, he, you know, took the knife from that guy and beat him to death up there on the bridge. But, uh, you know, like he was, you know, he saw the profile picture of me running the field. And that was the only reason he took the the call because he was like, you know, you're a hooligan too. (laughs) And I was like, look at that, man. So that was kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, it, when when the the press started reaching out about you, um, that's when I had knew known it, it had kind of gotten big. It's funny because we were in the infancy stages, so to speak, of drinking bros. Where wow. you know, I think we had been on the air <clears throat> not quite a year yet, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, look, I mean, we've always done crazy shit. Uh, obviously, the show has grown, and then you know, oh, yeah. Bla- Black Rifle Coffee has grown itself, and you know, you start to get into corporate shit and whatever. Uh, I would love to to have people fucking on air again, but I don't know if that's possible. Um, but you know, uh, back in those days, like holy shit, some wild ass shit was going down. Oh yeah! And when you took the field, man, that was like one of the biggest moments in our show history. We were just like, holy shit! I can't believe it happened. Well, I I figured I owed it to you guys, man. I mean, no bullshit. And I mean, I caught a little bit of hate on this when I talked about it, but uh, you know, I mean, that show pulled me out of a slump. You know, out of a, a deep depression that I've been in since I got out, I'd isolated myself from a lot of people and, uh, you know, had one, you know, had a divorce and one toxic relationship after the next and, you know, baby mama drama and all that shit was just piling up and, you know, found that show. I think y'all were on episode six or eight when I started listening. And, uh, you know, I mean, like I say, I figured out it to y'all. Man, I pulled me out of a a bad place, and uh, I was like, you know, if this does this for anybody else, you know, I want to be a part of that, and I want to do something to contribute. So I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, you know what, fucking, I'm not doing anything else. It's not going to hurt my reputation at all. Fuck, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I look, I I appreciate the kind words about the show. Why? Why did you catch hate for that? Uh just you know angry people online man i think people like to troll people sometimes and it makes them feel better to think that they made somebody else's day worse but none of that shit bothers me man i don't care like people say the most fucked up shit they want to me i've heard worse uh you know like it somebody i don't even fucking know from the internet like i hate it for you pal but you're not going to affect my day at all <laughs> right right like, <laughs> it just it don't bother me yeah we look we get that stuff all the time obviously oh, yeah. from the show and from movies and you know i hate this movie oh, yeah. or i hate your opinion on this or whatever and i look well, I, we, we don't you, care you can't play 100 percent of people every time and you know i'm fucking 35 years old i've got all the friends i need you know what i mean like you want to be my friend great man cool i don't need that kind of negativity in my life anyway yeah that, that, that's the way i feel too man um at this at this this stage of the game where i'm like all right cool i've, exactly. I've got enough yeah. friends now we're well, good I mean, you, you've got a wife and kids you've got businesses and shit going on I yeah mean, I, you know 
in a similar boat, it's like, it's kind of hard to make friends at this age, like to make time for another person, you know? It is. And, and it's funny, man. Um, I thought it wasn't possible to be honest with you at like 35. And then I met Jared and those guys and I was like, holy shit, uh, we're all the same. And and it, it is possible to find friends later well, yeah, on in it, life. It is. I mean, when you find that kindred person that you have something in common with, I mean, I've got friends that I'll go years without talking to, and then we'll, you know, call each other out of the blue and we'll be on the phone for two or three hours, you know, but it's like that with people that you're actual friends with, you know, yeah. like you don't have to interact with that person daily to, to be really good friends with them. <laughs> it is, man. Yeah. I just happened to meet, you know, Jared, Evan, Matt, Rocco. I mean, fuck all of those guys have, have become best friends over the years, oh, man. Yeah. And it's, it's been great, but I, I didn't think it was possible at first. Um, yeah, I, well, I met Jared and Evan and I mean, they're both great guys. Um, I had a blast while I was out there in Utah with those dudes. And I know Jared catches a lot of shit, but I can say, man, he is one of the most focused and driven people I've ever been around. I mean, that guy all fucking day while we were out there, he was scheming and working on something. Yeah, look, he, he's always working on something. If you follow his Instagram, I mean, shit, he was with, oh, yeah. he was with Bill yeah. Burr the other night. Like, uh, I saw that. I know. That was fucking awesome. I love Bill Burr. I know. Uh, same. Like, uh, to, to me... You know, the two greatest comedians right now we have probably are Dave Chappelle and then Bill Burt. And that's one A and one B to me. I mean, you could throw on either special and I'm good to go for the night as far as the top two in the world. And, you know, I remember Jared hitting me up saying, hey, man, I'm going to fly out and meet Bill Burt. Do you want to go? And I was like, man, I I can't go to L.A. right now because you don't know if it's real either. Where you're like, come on, Jared. Is that real with Jared? It's always fucking real with Jared. Yes. And then, dude, the next day, boom, he's got a picture with Bill Burt. And he was like, we were hanging out all night. We're best friends. That's what's so crazy about Jared. Like, he's like when I was out there, he's like, oh, yeah, this so-and-so and this so-and-so. It's like. Fuck, you know these people? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you just so casual about it. Yeah, like, Alrighty. <laughs> That's drinking bros, though. I mean, shit, since the two years, oh, yeah. since the two years that you've done it, Rocco's now on not one hit show, but two. He's on, he's on the Mayans and then he's on Brothers in Arms. Uh, if you would have told us that, you know, when we started this show three years ago, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. Um, not that he's not great and amazing. It is impossible to get a TV show on the air, let alone two. Um, oh, yeah. So he's killing it. I, I, Black Rifle Coffee was in its beginning stages where, you know, we weren't sure what was going to happen with all that. That it, now it's, you know, a massive company that. It, well, I'll it, tell you, I think where they cornered the market with that is they made it a lifestyle brand. Not just like your bullshit morning coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Those mugs, like, they're fucking impeccable. Like, you can tell that's handmade quality stuff. Oh, yeah. I, and I think the best thing those guys probably did with that company is is the fact that they didn't make anything cheap there. So whenever you buy their no, shit and you're like, all. it's all high end. It's all high end. And they take yeah. it. Look, to do that, you take less profits. But in the long run, it's you know better for your company if people are drinking out of it, and wearing your stuff all the time, uh, and wearing the it's gear for the country too. I know, and so it's great. And like, dude, even I get caught up in it where people are like, "God damn, dude, you're always wearing your your best friend's shit all the time." And I'm like, it's because I, I genuinely like it. It's quality. I know. It's like, I look, find me another company well, that's making the best that shit that like mug, that. When I first picked up that mug, I was like, my god, I could kill somebody with this. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what i'm thinking when i'm having my morning coffee is 
I'd really like to club somebody right now. Yeah, I could really beat someone to death with the butt of this coffee mug, is what you were thinking. Because it's yeah. that sturdy where you you're fucking just like, could. Jesus you Christ. Could. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, that, that's fucking straight razors, too, man. I got my stepdad. He's got a, one of those old 30s barber's chairs, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. chrome and the black leather, and it's got the cigarette thing you can ash in, you know? And uh, the one thing he didn't have was a straight razor. And uh, I got him one of their straight razor kits. It's got the leather strap and everything. You yeah, know, from straightrazors.com. That's my sponsor uh, yeah, on Ross Patterson yeah, Revolution. Yeah, yeah, that's them. And uh, fucking hey, man, just quality, quality product. Because I didn't, I hadn't seen it. I just had it sent to him. Yeah. And uh, last time I was there, you know, I mean, they, they kind of welled up over it. Ah, oh, that's it was, awesome. It was cool, man. Yeah, it was really cool because he, he's into all that, you know, that old school shit like that. So it was. That was a, a fucking great gift. That's awesome, man. I Look, I love those guys at straightrazors.com. And as always, the promo code is REVOLUTION for 20% off. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I have to say that because I do every yeah. fucking show on, on Ross Patterson Revolution. I have to say that. But we try to – I will say this. Between the two shows, we try to get the – the, the highest quality products that everybody else will enjoy. That way we don't feel like shit bags oh, yeah. for trying to sell people shit. Well, I look, fucking, I, dude, that ghost bed, man, I was skeptical when y'all were talking about no, that. No, it's wild, right? that. I, Dude, that thing is, I had a Tempur-Pedic a couple of years before that one. And uh, I had a puppy and she was still training and she ended up pissing on it. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just a giant sponge, so there was no getting that shit out. But uh, I got that ghost bed. And holy fuck, man, it is so much better than a Tempur-Pedic. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, it's crazy, the, right? The dimple, the, those little air dimples that are on the fucking cover. Oh, Jesus. I, I love those fucking bits. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's amazing, man. Um, well, let me get you, let me get your prediction on Army Navy here before, before I let you go. Who do you got this weekend? Uh, well, it's, in, it's in Philadelphia. Well, of course, I'm all in on Army, man. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a given. But, uh, yeah, 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 I will. I, I, I'm I, looking forward to it. I, I will say this: I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I'm I'm going all in on Army as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to the game, seeing what the hype is like in person. Um, man, it's electric. Yeah, I'm amped. It, you can you can feel like I've been to Titans games. I've been to Steelers games. Fucking. I've been to a Patriots game. Fucking, you, you, you can't beat it. Like, just the, the feeling of the fans there. I mean, everybody is just amped for it. It's, it's, it's great. It's, it's a great experience. Well, hey, man, Jimmy, it's, it's a pleasure having you on the show. It was a pleasure watching you run the full length of the field two years ago. It is Army-Navy weekend. We are amped to be there. We are doing a live show from the parking lots. We've got our own parking lot this time. I, I know what awesome. you're saying. Uh, hey, Ross, we almost got thrown out of the last one because you guys had 150 bottles of open vodka. The last <laughs> one. They've rented, we've rented out an entire lot for us. Uh, come yes. see the live show on Saturday. We'll, I think we'll be there starting around 10 a.m. Live show will probably get kicked off around 11. Um, I don't know if there's going to be another Jimmy Long in this lifetime who will streak the length of the field after that. But Jimmy, we appreciate you being on the show and we appreciate appreciate you being our first ever Brosman award winner. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, thank you, sir. And that's long Jimmy at Instagram and uh, Jimmy long on Facebook. 
Yeah, you're goddamn and, right uh, it is. Plug it, Jimmy. Too. Yeah, what, what, what do you got? Uh, long, oh, that's it. Long Jimmy long on Instagram. No Twitter. J-I-M-I. No Twitter. No, nah, I don't do Twitter, man. Okay. Fucking, I've I've thought about it, but it's just God, Twitter, man. It's that's hell. Like a troll thing, no, man. It is. It's hell. Like it. It just turned into a bunch of people just trashing people. That's all it is. Don't join but, it. Uh, if, if you don't have to, don't join it, Jimmy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, go Army, beat Navy. <laughs> Jimmy beat Long, Navy. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Take it easy, Ross. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy.